Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Ready, willing, and able to walk you through my 
hand. You wanna be there early and beat the caravan. People storm in the gate to get a plate. Them lines packed like the happy land. Either open up with the latest cuts or them rap tools. The phone by the latest trucks. From 9 to 11, we do it in the dark. Like we used to do it in the park for the most part. From the very second, did the show start? You witness and compose all, think pose all, cut. The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they would do it they sharp. Man, they so saw. Don't be thrown off any so long. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. For everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. following the trial, you know, I didn't follow the trial because 
don't have TV. I don't have cable. You know, so I don't have TV and all of that. So it wasn't. It wasn't something. You know what I mean? That um, I was. I was keeping up on. Mhm. You know, so I would dare say that I didn't feel somewhat, quote unquote, qualified to speak on the particulars of the case. You know what I'm saying? People were talking about particulars of the case. You know, mm-hmm. my my introduction to it was a lot of the banter that was taking place around the young lady who was the witness. Mine too. Yeah, mine too. So that's that's where I caught on in my timeline. People was going in about her, and I didn't even want to participate in that particular conversation at all. You know, when they're talking about people that can't speak proper English and ratchet and all of this. When I know, you know, the majority of all of our dispositions is that we are keenly attracted to ratchetness. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like a magnetic force that pulls all of us. So to see one of Mm -hmm. us up there that represents that, you know what I'm saying, when that's what we produce, you know, I don't even like like to uh, participate that particular conversation Because I'm like You know Like who who are we to be calling anybody ratchet Or, or to be judgmental You know what I'm saying That this young lady can't speak Quote unquote English You know Why not the conversation be about All of the schools that are closing You know what I'm saying exactly. Why not the conversation be about The inadequate education system Why not the conversation be about You know The whole dietary system You know The fact that people are Waking up eating McDonald's or going to sleep eating McDonald's, or they've been raised on you know soy-based formulas and things of that nature, that's shrinking people's brains and, and eating away at their intelligence and, and their whole comprehension. Period. So, and again, this is not me being holier than thou or better than thou. You know, my post that I wrote earlier this week was about choice, and I really do choose about. What I tend, you know, what, what, what I have a tendency to ingest or even to allow into my whole spectrum. Like, I don't listen to the shows that I know I don't have no business listening to. You feel me? Hey, me too. You know what I'm saying? I don't tune in to those particular shows where I know the frequency is going to be stupid low. You know, I don't see the need and the tendency there's nothing there that's going to surprise me for me to tune in. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody say something crazy about me, I don't even listen to that. I'm just like, I just ain't keep it moving because, because, yeah, I ain't worried about nothing. I know who I am. You know what I'm saying? I know what I bring to the table. I know where my heart is at. You know what I'm saying? I know where I've been with this thing. I know what my contributions have been. And I know what my intentions are. So, is that right? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even I don't even partake. You know what I'm saying? And and you know and again I, I'm not holier than that, but I don't listen to ratchet music. I just don't do it. Oh, I do. Yeah, and I, I don't it's not a judgment about anybody who does. I'm surrounded by people that do. You know what I'm saying? And I clearly see the effects of it. But again, that's <laughs> not me saying that um Better, quote unquote. It's just there's too much music that is playing in my mental music bank that I wake up to. 
that I got to yes. get around to listening to remind me of those particular moments. I don't even have time to, like, listen to, you know what I'm saying, what is not serving my particular purpose, you know. No, I feel you. the last time that I've even really been to a club at that. I passed through some Can I share something with like you? That. Hold on. You know, but I don't even frequent them spots like that. So, and it's even more so once I learned the whole science of sounds and frequency, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And my product. And what it does. Things, yeah, I can't keep certain things around my waters. So I don't even bring those things into my circumference, point blank, period. I'm playing, you know what I'm saying, old school Stevie and what have you. You know, analog records and stuff with the scratches still in it. You know, the that's pop, the stuff that pop. speaks my consciousness. Yeah, the stuff to be popping, you know, that's how I like to envision my synapses and my mind working. So I'm saying all that to say that when I saw a lot of the banter taking place on the networks, I didn't really tune in because it, it just sounded like a minstrel show to begin with. You feel me? Yeah, that's the foot that it started out. And on. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, Propaganda. whatever's gonna take place is gonna take place with or without me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Regardless of you know, the people that know me personally, they know that I like to put myself, you know, at the center of certain things that I feel that I'm compelled and involved with. And I've seen the 44s in this case, so I, I have paid attention to certain elements of it, but just not everything. And I just don't have I don't have that time to sit around and watch court TV and H what is it eight something in HLN I think yeah like I was in I was I was in a uh, in a household that did have a TV when they had the Casey Anthony case on I wasn't watching it personally oh, but I heard yeah. that woman whoever that woman is on HLN who's that woman you know what I'm talking about. She's super southern ratchet. She just got I'm not a, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm like, yeah. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I'm sure the, peop- the people, you know what I'm saying, to watch that. Because she got a show on CNN, too, I think. She's just like, I was like, that's what they're doing with, with, with Is it know, Paula Dean? Nah, not Does Paula she get a new Dean. job? She's a, she's a, <laughs> but she she sound like she could be Paula Dean. Oh, info, is it like, Nancy Gray? You know that, and, yeah, you know that they talk on the oh, phone. Oh Lord, together. Nancy Grace. Man. Yeah, I know you talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know they talk on the phone together. You know, you know that they people is what have you. Yeah, Nancy Grace. I'm like, who would listen to her? Who would listen to her? Like, um, you're not yeah, bringing America. nothing lawful to the table. It's all opinion, and I'm like, this lady is putting forth opinion as as news on a daily basis. I just hear her going in. Casey Anthony, she knows she's guilty. How dare she? And I'm like, that's not how you report. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to not put yourself in, in, in the middle of those stories like that. You know what I mean? And you're that's what they do. That's yeah. the case. Yeah. They put that's themselves funny. in the middle. So I already know I'm not looking at journalism or listening to it. So I try to pretty much tune myself out of it. And um, so I wasn't following the case. You know what I'm saying? I started um, getting a lot of my information based on the commentary that you were providing and other people, you know, who I um, 
holding high regards their comments on the social networks. I started reading into their comments, and very early at the onset of the case, they said that the prosecution was flopping, you know, and they said that this would be a situation that is going to be thrown off. And I'm like, okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? You know, a lot of the public sentiment went towards them pushing for those charges to begin with. It's not something that the state wanted to do anyway. So I'm like, all right, they did this to satisfy, you know, the public outcry, and then they're going to throw the case. You know, yeah. that's a southern tactic. Like, <laughs> they've been doing that forever. Yeah. I mean, this is Florida, yeah, of all places. You know, so, you know, saying all I like to say that um, I didn't I didn't tune into the meats and potatoes of it. I just was pretty much reading comments and reading the sentiments. And the way that I could read the sentiments online and see that they had people riled up, I was like, oh, hell no, I don't want to have nothing to do with that. They got people... This emotion, if I could feel the emotions coming off the screen, like I'm reading their posts and I'm getting distorted just by how their emotions are distorted. I'm like, nah, I don't want to have nothing to do with that. I'm not peeking into that. But the, what I did see is the closing arguments because I was in a barbershop and they had CNN on and they played the closing arguments. Okay. You know I, ne- so I, I never saw that. I saw the closing how arguments. Was it? It was lame. It was light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was light. He was making his case, but he wasn't bodying it. And the way that the commentators set it up, you feel me? It reminded me of Hunger Games. When the commentators on Hunger Games will be, you know what I'm saying, commentating about this, that, and the other. They'll be sitting yeah. on their, their posts all high and mighty and shit. Oh, mm-hmm. pardon me. They'd be sitting on their post so high and mighty. You know, this is what these particular commentators were like, yo, they, he better kill it. You know what I'm saying? Because if he doesn't, then the prosecution's case is kind of weak, and that means that such and such, and, you know, Don West is going to come and clean up and all of that. So it was sports. It was sports. You know what I'm saying? This has become the... Uh, the, the the Neolithic pantheon, the, the the Colosseum, you know what I'm saying? The Colosseum now is not only what they feed us by way of the national pastime being sports, but these these events are sporting events now. These trials are sporting events. Yes, they are. You know what I'm saying? It's pure entertainment because there is bloodlusting involved and there's vampires that are waiting at the throws. You feel me? Or there are people that are waiting at the throws, either side are waiting at the throws for victory, whether it's the people whose whose angers and energies have been riled up and they want to be victorious, feel that justice has been rendered and served, you know, either way, right, they're leading someone out to the slaughter because Zimmerman going to the pen is the end of Zimmerman, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that that should be done or or not done. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, I'm making an observation based on what I'm seeing as a sport, as a blood sport, okay? And Zimmerman getting off means that there's still blood on the floor, you know what I'm saying? And that the slaughter would not only have been um, justified, 
but almost done all over again on a broader scale. It's a broader slaughter now because people are hitting their heart chakras and their solar plexus, and you see people bent over, and the wizards are screaming, and they're crying. You feel me? It's like Mm -hmm. an etherical guillotine that goes out across international waters. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm, I'm, I'm sure, like, if you could see it from space, it probably would look ill what took place energetically. And they just came in and fed on that. And they still feed him. Dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So. It's a feast. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's like, it's like an ill blood sport. You know what I'm saying? These particular nationally publicized events, you know, these trials and what have you. But what you've you... done... What you've done in your summation, in your post-verdict summation, you know what I'm saying, even what you've done to prepare the people last Friday before the verdict came down and what you did last year when, you know, people were tiptoeing around this topic and you brought the conversation forth and, you know what I'm saying, you brought some of the um, the, the the respected talking heads of our community. <laughs> yes. It was Taj Tariq Bay, Brother Polite, A.A. Rashid, and a few other callers. Salute to all of them who came right. on the first show last year. Right, right. People, they needed to hear from, you know, the, the family that they look up to, you know, the mouths that they look into for wisdom to be dispensed out of, that they can now take as nourishment, break down and feed to the babies and the coworkers and the family you know what I'm saying? Just to make sense of certain things. Not to sound deep. Just to put a whole nother spin or a whole nother skin on things. Because you're gonna get spun irregardless. Somebody's gonna do the spinning. You feel me? Yes. Spinning is always taking place. So you know, with 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 these particular networks and the brothers and the sisters, you know what I'm saying, of this particular um Wave this mind, you know this 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 uh what's the word for it? You know the mental space that because I don't want to call it a conscious community. You know me, I ain't with that stupid shit. So you know the family that belongs to, you know what I'm saying, this particular network, if if we will. You know, I you. Trying to say something, I'm gonna let you finish. Oh, nah, nah. Um, nah, I just want to say thank you, you know, appreciate definitely uh, being able to share some of the information that uh, was given to me, you know what I'm saying, the research and just intuition, you know what I mean. I'm not going to make it seem like I was sitting in a room with the ghost of Trayvon and he was telling me everything to tell the family. But um, I just decided to um, study, you know what I mean, do what I needed to do in terms of research. And um, it brought me to a conclusion, and I shared that conclusion with the family about 
the trial, what it was, you know, and then when I and then it uh, as a result of doing that, it just compelled me to continue to do more studying. Like um, Noble Drew Ali is famous for saying to the Moors to uh, study, 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 and when you finish, study more. You know, so I'm still studying because the rabbit hole is very deep. And, it, and and this thing, like I said, there are factors, and it it it, it goes beyond the um, soul of that young man. You feel me? Um, there are factors that need to be addressed. You know what I'm saying? There are a multitude of factors that do need to be addressed. So I'm continuing on my uh, scholarship. <laughs> you could call it that. And uh, I will be, you know, moving forward with more presentations. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I, yeah, do, I yeah. do feel like I owe that to, I owe that to you. I owe that to the show. I owe it to myself to step up, you know what I mean, and to present, you know what I'm saying, more information and be more of a, a, a factor when it comes to uh, the information. So, you know, honors, I, I appreciate, you know, I just, I'm just happy to be here, you know. Yeah, we were getting a lot of positive feedback. We just um, did a radio show earlier on Harlem 411. Shout out to the family over there, you know. And what I walked away from that show and conversations that I've been having throughout the week is that I want to hear from the children, from the babies, you know. So even on this show, family, if you have teenagers in your household, if you have teenagers that that are part of your circle or your family, call them up. You know, and if they're not doing anything when the lines open up tonight, I want to hear from the children. I want to hear from the babies, the ones that are filtering this information, the ones that are looking at the news, reading the papers, or just, you know, privy to the conversation that's taking place on social media. You know, those are the ones that I want to hear from. I want to know what the family, what the children see from their perspective, from their eyes. How are they digesting this information? You know what I'm saying? How they, how do they how are they filtering it? What does it mean to them? You know, those are the people that I want to hear from. You know, we've heard from almost everybody else, you know what I'm saying, from Bill Tosby. <laughs> to uh Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. Barkley. Charles to Barkley. even your, to President Hussein. Uh, to Obi-Wan Hussein and Obi. Obama. Yeah. You know, Barack Hussein Olaim Obama. You know? And my thing is this, like, you know, I've, I've, I've seen the comments, you know, about the lame duck speech. People say that's a lame duck speech, and then, you know, I'm like, you know, they want him again, to go, right? You know, I I, I don't know where people expect him to go. I'm not gonna speculate on, on what pushed him. You know, what I'm saying to pull the trigger. You know, whether he was having some real uncomfortable nights in the bedroom with Michelle because he looked like looked very uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just been stirring in his seat, what have you. His pot's been stirred, and 
he just felt compelled to say something. He introduced some topics that are key for the initiation of a public conversation, whether that be one that you have around your table, one that you have around your water cooler, you know what I'm saying, Uh, one that you can have on Twitter with these quote-unquote celebrities, you know what I'm saying, one that you have on the block with the homies or what have you. Presidents set precedents, okay, and they are uh, law enforcers, you know what I'm saying, and and law bringers in so many words, you know. So he kind of like, you know, he opened the door and he made the pacifist no longer safe. He pulled the, the, the sheets off. He did. You feel me? He pulled the sheets off, if nothing he else. Did. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He pulled the sheets off, and it's on the family at this particular point who's been throwing rocks and pointing fingers and talking about who's not saying what and what hasn't been done and this, that, and the other. You know, now you have a different line of approach that we've spoken on this many a times that, you know, when a window, a small window of opportunity presents itself, it's on you like, brother, man, you got to climb through. You know what I'm saying? Um, do you want the sandwich? Do you want the sandwich or not? If you don't want the sandwich, then you're not going to climb through the window and you're just going to hang out in the fireplace and just be pointing at the sandwich through the window. But the minute that you get that small opening, you're going to go get your sandwich. Okay? So go get the sandwich at this point. All right, he gave you a little crack, little crack of the window. Fly that thing open. Yeah. I mean, do what you got to do. That was one of, you know, and I'm not getting on the OB bandwagon family, but you know, from from a perspective of somebody who's out there working, you know what I'm saying, and um, you know, that was uh one of the um. That was one of the most important speeches for the grassroots workers. Now, if you want to go into barbershops and if you want to go into um, Big Mama's house, if you want to get smacked by your grandmother and you want to go get beat up, you know, at the picnics, you know, you could go and get on your Barack rant all you want. You know what I mean? You could go and try to convince, you know, Negroes that, he is, you know, the most, the worst president that we can have and all of this other stuff. But I take a different approach, okay? I Sometimes you have to learn when to fire your your, your weapon. Sometimes you got to learn when to draw, you know what I'm saying, and just keep it in the holster, you know, and, and you know, approach the, uh, the duel from a different angle. So when I'm amongst the family who are not, well versed in the information that uh you know the higher information about deeper things dealing with his policies and other things i can utilize the conversation that he had today as an icebreaker and something to basically meet people on their level because that's what you know that's what a, a great teacher and a great student is able to do you're able to identify the people with at the level that they are and you're able to communicate with them at that level because, you know, it goes to the people. I remember 
people trying to take me places that I, I didn't want to go. And they would lose me, and I would keep it moving on and I, I would never want to talk to them again because it was almost like an invasion of my consciousness. You know what I mean? You're impeding on my consciousness with that deep shit. Like, I don't want to hear all of that. He's an alien, really. The the, the, the You know what I'm saying? Like, the reptilians, like... Nobody really wants to hear that if they're not if they don't ask you about that. Don't try to give them that. Don't you know? Just don't offer that information. Keep it surface sometimes. So he brought up some very poignant surface topics. He was like me and Michelle talking about this in the crib. Like you know the the young melanated Moorish black African American indigenous Aboriginal babies need our collective help translation in swahili it takes a it takes a village to raise a child like he's speaking the language that i could under I, I you know i didn't have to go to google translate to know that he was saying some real interesting things but he's a politician who who knows how to speak you know in legalese you know what i'm saying he knows how to politic and he's speaking to a nation you feel what i'm saying but he knows, you know, what the atmosphere is. Is is he knows what's going on within the atmosphere? And I, I'm not with the conspiracy theories. I, we don't have time for that, family. Because if that was effective, we wouldn't be where we're at right now. Stagnated. You know what I mean? Two, three tires shot on the highway, waiting for MCA or AAA to arrive. Stagnant. So. Right. That was a boost that a lot of people, you know what I mean. And I'm speaking about, I'm speaking about the contingency who was mad hype on Sunday and disappeared from Monday to Friday. I'm talking about them. I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking, I'm talking about the invisible protesters. You know what I mean? I'm talking about they needed a boost because they, they, you know. It went back to bedtime. They went back to sleep, just like that. Just like that. So I'm not comfortable with that. You feel what I'm saying? That's not what's going to move us ahead in life. That's not, you know, that, that's not that's not the solution that many of us are looking for. Okay, you know, the revolution was for one day. You one know. Day. Mar protesters on the weekend and mar marches after 5 p.m. I mean, if that's what it takes, then, you know, that's what you got to do. But I know that people take marching orders from other people in positions of power. And um, that man was in a position of power, and he gave him a, he gave him a good marching orders. Now, you could intercept them. And give them and take them higher with 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 some you know with a little more deeper information. We could talk about nationality to them now. We could we could we could bring them into the fact that you know the whole civil civilitaire mortius. You know what I mean? We could we could talk about the Voting Rights Act. We could talk about us being you know the sovereigns of the land. You know what I mean? But it, it's levels to this thing. Listen to Meek Mills. He knows what he's talking about. There's levels to this, and he's on that level that they need. They need to hear stuff like that. It's unfortunate that we don't have other leaders who are recognized and respected, 
You know but, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When they step up and speak. You y'all know? conspiracy, I'm, I'm going to give y'all conspiracy, though. You know, it's all law 44. You know, the brother's hitting those 35 years. He's hitting on that eight octave. You know, I got all kind of interesting, compelling information that ties Jay-Z to the ritual. <laughs> so I'll put something together. I'll put something together, you know, and I'm going to share my thoughts. I'm going to show y'all, you know, I'm going to show you the grand scale of a ritual. You want to see a global galactic ritual at play? I'm going to line it out for you, but please, you know, after that, you know, do, do what you may with it. You know, don't ask me what this means on a deeper level. It's a ritual. A ritual is a ritual. You know what I'm saying? It has many different ramifications for the, many different reasons. You know what I'm saying? They're cashing out. So, call it what you may. It's the Crusades, man. It's, it's not all the way for me to explain it or flip it to you. If you're in denial about that, that's nothing else. You got to know what position that you play. These are biblical times, albeit mythical times at that. You know what I'm saying? We all live within a myth to some degree. All right? Find your place mm-hmm. in the myth. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully it's a position of power. You know, hopefully you're one of those strong, victorious people in the Bible. You know, not one to get stepped on or what have you. And play your part, man. And just, just be vainglorious about it, man. Like, play the shit to the T. You know what I'm saying? Let's just spread your wings, man. Like, get into your glory yourself. Don't be good. Be great. Yeah. For that occasion at this point, use all of this as an impetus to grow and just beast out. Get on your beast mode. Like, totally wig out. There are no rules. All of the rules are out the window. It's new rules. If you allow yep. them to hold you down and convince you that you're in the 1960s, I think you're going to miss the boat. Okay, you're going to miss the boat. They're selling tickets to Mars right now. What are you doing? Real talk. You still playing on PlayStation? They're building space stations, my nigga. Get out of the rut. Trayvon Kabbalistically, 690. 690 is his number in Gematria. It means ladders. Ladders. He is your key to ascension at this point. But if you buy into the dogma of racism at this particular point, if you buy into the illusion that they are feeding you, you ain't going nowhere. You got bricks in your back pocket, okay? You are not going to ascend the ladder. You have to shed yourself of that particular weight at this time. Do you know who you are? If you know who you are, this conversation should not be having, we shouldn't be having this conversation this long at this particular point. They're trying to put you in a trick bag. You have to shake it off. Keep it yep. moving. Trayvon is good. Don't let it weigh back. you down. He yeah. came to do what he did, and it's done. He set an example. He's a precipice for change. You have to grab hold of those those horns, you know what I'm saying? And you got to move, but move upwards. Okay? Don't get weighed down with this. Don't yes, let it bring yes you down. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? It's a trick. Yes, it's indeed, a because I'm I'm somebody a brother in the chat room was asking how do we know that the people went to sleep and <clears throat> things of that nature and you know, I just replied that I see a lot of suppressed anger. Okay, I see a lot of displaced anger. 
I see a lot of people with non-direction. I see a lot of hurt pride. And I see niggas looking at this floor, walking with their head down. Oh, I see them Real talk. Oh. Huh? I see them looking at the floor out here. I'm in Los Angeles. They're looking at the floor. At the floor. Okay? With their heads down. Scared to look people in the eyes. So that's what I'm seeing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in Miami. I'm with the Cubans. I'm with the Haitians. And I'm with niggas who's supposed to be boycotting Florida all on vacation. That's where I'm at. They out here spending all their money still. All up in these hotels getting treated like peons still. Running around acting like it's, this whole thing is a party still. So, I see it. I see it. Yeah, I see hurt anger. Okay? And I see people who are ready to go back to sleep because they don't know, they don't have any answers. And so most similar to to people when they get jammed up and whatnot, they say um, when, 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 um, when when the police arrest uh, three suspects for a crime, you know what I mean? They'll go to still find out the first one that goes to sleep is usually the one that did it because they just want things to go away. You know, they just want it to go away. And what I'm saying is our people have a lot of potential. Like I said, this whole situation was a catalyst, but because of the lack of leadership, the lack of proper directions, the proper instructions, the lack of pre- preparation, you know, a lot of people were led astray. They listened to the pundits. They went to church on Sunday. Then they had to go punch the clock on Monday. Okay? A lot of energy and a lot of solutions were lost within that time. Okay? And that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. That's what a brother was on Facebook posting pictures of a rally. It's like, it was more police there than it was people, family. It was more police there than it was people. Now, I know they're going to turn up this weekend and riot. I mean... Not not right. March and protest and talk about a boycott, but not really have too many solutions yeah. towards a boycott. Cause where can I buy? Me, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me you know melanated brother, toilet paper. Yeah, brother Mason uh, in the chat room. You know my comment is this, and he's saying he's been traveling. And he's he's living perpendiculars. I see them as well, but you know who I'm seeing that are living perpendiculars, that are activated and ready to do something? It's the very same people that our elders or our community, you know what I'm saying, or people that look like us or even prescribe to quote-unquote think like us are passing judgment on. So you got these gay youth out here that are woke, that for some reason have a fire in them, a rallying cry that they don't want to turn down, like, they're upset and they want to do something about it. You got the people with the earrings in their lips, the earrings in their eyebrows. You got people with orange hair and red hair, okay? You have people that have been displaced by society that if you seen in an alley somewhere and you felt uncomfortable and you had a drop on them, you might leave them slumped somewhere. So what makes you different as Zimmerman at the end of the day? Because that's how you choose to deal with your uncomfortability to somebody else's differences, okay? So 
somebody else doesn't have a place in this particular world because they make you uncomfortable and you don't know how to deal with those particular differences and you don't see everyone as God's children. So you place in judgment. You know what I'm saying? Or you point your fingers. And those are the people that are ready to respond and do something. You feel me? The homies with their pants down, they're ready to do something. Mm-hmm. But the elders is too busy telling them to pull their pants up. When that's not what it's about. Okay? You'd be amazed some of the conversations that these people are capable of having. Yep. All right? This thing that you call consciousness that you think is exclusive to you, that you think that you got patents on and shit? No. These little niggas will run circles around you and tell you about, you know what I'm saying, how many miles Earth is from this, that, or they know that shit. Some of them grew up in households where they was exposed to that. The information is lame to them because they can't use it. So they gravitate towards something else. But don't think that they're not on your wavelength because they don't look like you or talk like you or walk like you. You making the same judgment calls than the very people that you feel that you're at war with. I ain't at war with none of them niggas. My war is against ignorance, period, in any shape and form. And my assignment is to utilize this information to turn people on so we can activate grid points. All right? And that's where the whole connecting of the dots comes in. So case in point, next weekend here in Los Angeles, all right, because this particular grid is a place where sexual energy is being diverted in a way in which it's being used as a tool against us. The things that make us mighty, the things that differentiate us from those who dislike us because they don't have what we have, are the very things that are now becoming our detriment. Like I said, they are weighing us down. They are they are our tool belt. The tools in which we are used or which needed to build and destroy when the time comes for it. But if you've never been taught how to yield that particular tool, then that tool belt becomes so weighty that you want to divest yourself of the tool belt altogether. Okay? So that's a trick that's being played. You know, people hate the skin that they're in, right? They, they hate the sexual energy that they've been born with. They don't understand Kundalini rising, you know, so a lot of it is becoming perverted, you know what I'm saying? A lot of these children have been born into the wrong bodies. They're uncomfortable, and they're acting out. Hmm. So what we want to do is because I saw it, a unique problem on this particular grid and this particular side of the country was, I said, okay, it's time to bring forth some resources. So next weekend, here in Los Angeles, we're bringing forth Brother Polite. And Brother Polite is bringing with him Brother Nityanyama, okay, the Tantric Mongoose, right? And what the Tantric Mongoose has to offer is information and education about the utilization of sexual energy, all right, sexual energy, Sisters are angry, the sisters are frustrated, you know what I'm saying? 
There's a lot of abuses that have been wrought to them. You know, there's a lot of misdirection, okay? They're not being loved right. They're not being touched right. They're not being, their, their sexuality isn't being accessed in the right ways. Brothers just have not been taught. You know what I'm saying? It's just so much that has been missing. Like, you'd be amazed how many times, you know, in the streets, you know what I'm saying, out here, I would will, I will watch, you know, the, the social interaction between brothers and sisters. You feel me? And you could just tell where education just has not been, and you can't blame them. You know, they just didn't grow up in a household where they were exposed to these things, and they didn't come outside, and they weren't exposed to these things on, on outside either. You know what I'm saying? It just wasn't accessible. So this brother who travels the world and, and is, you know, and, and is paid handsomely $10,000 a session to teach these sacred sciences to the rest of the planet, you're going to stop allowing people to put their face on all of your science, all right? I'm going to give the family this particular test. This is a classroom test. Go to Google, right? Go to Google and Google black sex and then go to Google and Google white sex and see what you get when you Google those two things. And you'll see where the disparity Mm. exists. You'll see what the trick is. You'll see what the trick is. You'll see what they're doing to the most sacred part of you. And that is the vessel that brings through life, okay, that woman. So this brother has the ancient techniques about making a woman have multiple orgasms without physical contact, all right? So when you start appreciating the subtle energy of the feminine principle, then you will really start understanding who she is as opposed to who she isn't, all right? And, of course, the young brother Polite, you know what I'm saying, is bringing forth economic remedy, all right, economic remedy, so the family can calm down, you know what I'm saying, and not have to be on their toes all the time dealing with, you know, the dipping and the dodging between all of these different systems, but they can direct and deal with spirituality from a place of comfort. That's where the magic happens. The magic happens, you know what I'm saying, with your back against the wall too, you know what I'm saying? But as we can see in our community, that's where a lot of sloppy magic comes from as well. Right? So this mm-hmm. is taking place Saturday, Saturday, July 27th, all right, which is next Saturday from the hours of 3 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. The location is in the NoHo Arts District, 5453 Satsuma is the address, 5453 Satsuma. The name of that venue is called the Tabernacle, 5453 Satsuma, okay? Is he going to be taking you out of church? Corner of Violin and Burbank. NoHo Arts District, Los Angeles, California, 91601 for those with the GPS. The name of this lecture is called Performing Open Heart Surgery Using Conscious Sex and the Proper Dietary Regimen. Okay? Genius. Performing Open Heart Surgery Using Conscious Sex and the Proper Dietary Regimen. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about it. Okay? Definitely going to talk about it, all right? And um, I believe that brother will be appearing on a program next Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? Yama's coming forth. A lot of people emailed us with a lot of questions the last time that he passed through. You know what I'm saying? That was a show that we said that we probably wanted to have at midnight. 
you know what I'm saying, because he was touching on some topics. But we're going to have this show appropriately at 9 p.m. Before warning you, you can bring your family, you know, bring your daughters forth, bring your sons forth. He's going to be talking some real talk. He's not going to be talking about it in a, in a quote-unquote vulgar fashion, you know. He's, uh, he's an elder. Saying, he's respectful. Yeah, he, he, he's going to be talking. He's responsible. To be talked about. He's responsible, all right? This is a conversation that needs to be had at this particular point. This is the power outlet with the truth, with the youth, with the children, the youth. This is their on and off switch. This is where it's at. All of that angst that the family's talking about, that he's seeing people perpendicular walking up, yeah, that's their on and off switch. It's that sexual energy. It's that kundalini. They awoke. Now they need to know what to do with it. They need to know how to direct and swing them swords and yield them hammers properly, all right? So the brother will be here on Tuesday, but more importantly, in the physical, he will be in California alongside Polite next Saturday. We are asking the family to share this to their networks, okay? Jay-Z told you he was dropping an album in two weeks. That's all he needed to make a run on a few million, you know what I'm saying? So we know that we can do this, right? New rules. We can push it out. People got short attention fans anyway. Look, he's going to be here next week. You can prepare for that. You can tell anybody that you know, everyone on this line is not a resident of Los Angeles, but you know somebody that's out here. You know somebody in California. You know somebody that needs some sort of remedy as it pertains to either the real estate, you know what I'm saying, or the economic disposition, okay, because we're going to be having our products there. We're going to be having our services in terms of the wholesale items. Shout out to Brother Mayor. Shout out to Mama Pill, all right? I believe she will be in the building. Vending is also available. You can holler at us, 347-504-1444, all right? And Brother Netanyahu is going to be in the building showing you the techniques. If nothing else, brothers, you can walk away. A legend. Right. Legend. <laughs> A legend. Yeah. That's that upgrade family. That yeah. upgrade. Google the Mongoose. He's the truth. Yes, he is. This ain't freestyling. You know what I'm saying? He came to life. New York. Certified. Yeah, he came to New York and, and turned up. He did us a good service out there. Okay. So I got the flies and everything posted on, on, on Facebook. Um, I'm going to put it on the KTL Media site and, you know, shoot it out as a message. And, you know, it'll be all over the place. I actually got a few flyers. We're going to have fun with this thing, family. All right. And we're going to have all the conversation that we need to pertaining to the issues that are touching the family and stirring them, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, and that's why we're having tonight's show. Because throughout the week, as I'm having conversations with more and more people, and they're commending us about the work that we're doing and the conversation that's being had as it pertains to this particular situation, you know, the, the, the clearest thing that they're bringing to my attention, and this is a charge that I was already charged with. When I left California, I gathered some information from a wonderful, wonderful sister in Nova Kefeli, okay, and I went to Houston with the brothers, okay? Shout out to the Houston family, all right? Shout out to Talik and the family that's out there, all 
All right? Yes, peace. And that, that, yeah, that was my charge. That was my assignment. Shout out to the brother Terrence Miller and Katie the Octagree. Shout out to Mr. Anderson. The assignment is the food. The assignment is the land. The assignment is that we're going to have to literally feed these babies, not just information, okay? Not just information. Like, that's the shit that comes at the dinner table or after the dinner. you got to feed them the food, okay? If you want to access somebody's consciousness, feed them. You'll get their attention. Yes, you will. But you talking all this deep shit. I remember I used to walk away with headaches at them lectures. You could not eat during the lecture because the lecture will put you to sleep after you ate. That's how heavy the food was in terms of, you know, the information that was coming by way of the words and the heavy terms and everything. You had to refragment your whole brain structure to allow the space in for what someone was dropping. You had to reconfigure on the spot. Which you had yeah. learned, you had to unlearn it. So thirty years of programming had to be undone. You had to make way for new information, put it in a jigsaw puzzle where it perfectly fit. And law forbid, if it didn't, your ass would be like at the wheel. Wheel. <clears throat> and those that been in them situations know exactly what I'm talking about. And. For those that wasn't snoozing, you had a splitting headache. You had a migraine that you went home with. All right. Okay? Yep. So, you know, the information is there. Enough to fill up a, like a, a, a air terminal, an airport terminal. You know what I'm saying? The, it's, 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 it's an information flood. It's so oh, much flow. info. It's an overflow. <laughs> but who's going to feed these babies? You know what I'm saying? The information that comes from your creator that comes from the sun. All right? The supreme information, the supreme mathematics, the geometry of food. Just fucking with that. Oh. Um. Nothing at all. I do have to take this time out, though, Brother Blue, and commend. I have to, before we get into the show tonight, um, I have to acknowledge the supporters, the wonderful, wonderful supporters who are part of, you know, they're part of our future. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're part of an, uh, an elite club at this point. You know, because they have um, reinvigorated the drive, you know what I'm saying? They have reinvigorated, they have invested in the future of Know the Ledge Media, and they put their money towards our future, you know what I'm saying? They, They successfully stepped up and funded our endeavors. And I have to acknowledge them before we move forward. Is that okay? Hello? Okay. Let me see. I said absolutely. They are the legends. Yeah, they are legends. I got to shout them out. 
they own the Wall of Fame already, but this is the this is the KTL Wall of Fame. They'll go down. This is the etheric. This is the etheric. Yeah, hundred years from fame. now, if if you listen to the show, you know what I mean. You'll be able to hear these names and know that these people were instrumental in supporting, you know, the the uh, the resistance. You know what I mean? Supporting the evolution of consciousness. You know what I mean? Supporting their own media. Take you know what I mean? Taking the um the initiative to cast a vote with the dollar that they're no longer gonna be subjected to Fox Five, CNN and other things and that they believed in us, you know what I mean? Because the messages that they've been leaving along with their donations is so heartwarming. It's bringing tears to my eyes, you know what I mean? So I want to say salute, love, and light to all of the supporters. We love you with all of our hearts, you know what I mean? And for the future supporters, we love you long time. Long time. Okay? So for the family who may not be aware of what I'm talking about, we have created a Know the Ledge Media Fund. It is on a website that goes by the name of GoFundMe.com. Okay? Very simple. GoFundMe.com backslash Nodalege Media. Okay, we have a goal that we are setting, and it's at $4,400. Okay, and we are currently at 34% of our goal at $1,500. Okay, so that was monumental. All right, and um, we've had a plethora of supporters. As somebody posted on the book today, they was like, they're surprised that we haven't met our goal yet. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised too because I'm going to be honest with you, a majority of the support came from the social networks like Facebook. It it, it didn't come from this show, the shows that we've done ever since we uh, put it up. And that's cool because, you know, I noted to yesterday was payday, you know. It's, un- it's understandable. But, um, you know, we're here, family, and, and it's simple mathematics, is like we said before, uh, but $44 from 100 people, and we, you know, it's nothing. Or $11 from four, $44, what, $11 from 4,400 people. So it's, it's just, you know, it's really... It's easy. It's an easy task. It's an easy task, and we are also demonstrating to you, along as well as demonstrating to those of us that are, um, you know, a part of this community, that crowdfunding and crowd um, sourcing that is our future. So we will never have to go into one of their banks, or we would never have to go into any one of their boardrooms or their offices because. Eleven dollars per four hundred listeners. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, we had a thousand listeners on. Um, we had a thousand listeners on the Trayvon Martin Factor two and three live like that. And you look at the back room; it was a thousand. So that's really, you know, that's really nothing, man. You know what I mean? And like I said. If we have to go to anybody else for money, they will own us. They will have stocks. They will have ownership in what it is that we do and what it is that we say. We all have watched uh, unsung 
and where are they now and all of these tragedies that happen in the entertainment business and, you know, Bob Johnson's story and all of this other stuff. And we're like, dag, I, I, you know, I wish that they, they didn't sell out. I wish that they didn't have to get bankrupt or I wish that the Jewish lawyer didn't own them or the manager. I wish that they knew, you know, and I'm like, I wish that that didn't have, have to happen either. But I'm, I, I refuse. I will never let that happen to us. That's not going down over here. You know, I feel like we do a, a, a good job, me and my brother, with um, steering this ship, the Nebuchadnezzar, through the Matrix without, you know, uh, without uh, Bank of America breathing down our necks. So I'm going to just read uh, with the, um, and if you can, drop the link in the chat while I go through this, bro, uh, Brother Blue. But, um uh, our greetings to the family says, greetings, family. Know the legends expanding our platform of conscious media into the realm of mobile apps. We have done extensive research on the benefits and advantages of the app market. We have plans to create apps for Notalege University, Notalege TV, Notalege Radio, and Notalege Films. The total price to accomplish this endeavor is only $4,400 compared to the priceless information that will be shared to millions with the touch of a screen. Okay? So, the list of KTL shareholders, I will call it. You know what I mean? Like, they they, they buying stocks now. Like, 313 Con Conscious Empress. Hello? Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah, I had to switch phones charge this up you know she made it rain I ain't even gonna talk about everything that she spent cause that's not right for the people that didn't spend as much of but she made it rain okay and her message was I love you two twin pillars thank you for all that you have done and for what you both will do you are helping us to raise our vibrations and awakening the sleeping giants keep doing big things KTL any other way I could be of assistance you could find me on Facebook Peace, much success, and may you reach your goal and God body speed. I love you, sis. Thank you so much. That that made my day right there. Like that was. Hmm. I said I like that. Yeah, that was. God body speed. That was beautiful. Um, Zilpha French, love, peace, and joy. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> T Law, Trenice. Sir Ket Sonia, she said, appreciate the knowledge. Haki Jameson, you a legend. All right, we see you, Haki. Okay. He said, we do for self. We give and we shall receive. We reap what we sow. We are one. Kalum Kainji, right knowledge. All right. Marcus Tapper, Empress Desta. And she said, dearest brothers, I give Anks and Isis for the knowledge, the love, the jewels that you have sent through the airways for these many years. You are the light. I pledge to donate more when the time is right, for real. I join in the millions around the globe and give thanks to you strong, intelligent brothers. Love, light, and guidance to take it to the next level. One love, one aim, one destiny, and one energy. Empress Desta. I just been knighted. That was that was J M Michelle Farkinson. 
She said, keep up the good work, Pillars. I hope you guys come over to the London, UK soon. We need your wisdom and knowledge here, too. Miwan, come across the pond. We would be honored to come across the pond as soon as they send for us. The determined observer, Philippine Stevens, he said, we must come together as one family. We'll support every time the family is doing something for the collective. Hotep Islam, peace, anytime. Siyun Ede, Nizim Ozain, El Burke, he said, get it in. Charmaine Jamay, Ed, Bryson False, Stewart. He said, thank you, brothers. If I had more, I would give. Thank you, too, brother. That was, that was you know, we appreciate anything that you give. And Bryson False, who made a hefty donation, said, greetings, family. I love the show. Looking forward to upgrades. I know my seed money is in good hands. Love you guys. Work and dedication to distributing information. Wish y'all the best in all endeavors. Peace. 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 Map Yarge said, gotta support the pills. All right. Thank you. Uh, Terrence Penn. Peace to you. M. Lawrence said, thank you for all you do. If I had more, I would give. So good, brother. You know what I mean? Or sister. Robert Neal, Shamika Ford, Elva Bruce, Benjamin Stevenson, Brandon Williams said, love the show. Keep up the good work. Akasha Bay, hey. One love to KTL Media. Thank you for your consistency, perseverance, quality, authenticity, and for being such a powerful movement in the midst of the silent storm. Marcus Lafond, M. Dot, KK, Faith, R. Haley, Victor God, Victor God said, 4,400 slash 400 listeners at $11 per listener. Let's get it. This is too easy, people. Hey, he said it. Odin Wright said, going to contribute more this coming week. Thank you, Ashe. Gary Smith, peace and hotep. Peace and hotep to you. Najee Q. Assad, Kojo Johnson, say great. Easy Seer, this is truly needed now more than ever. Atun said Geb, some beautiful names. Joseph Zinon, R. Russell, he said every little bit helps, and before you know it, boom, success. Oh, he made a hefty dog donation. Okay, the best nation is donation. Adika Butler. Okay. Okay. Yes. Salute to you, Adika. Anthony Rose. Ayanna Amugu. G.R. Johnson. Hefty. Shout out to G.R. Johnson. She's a um, longtime supporter. And Gregory Hunter. Okay. Those, ladies and gentlemen... You would know this family. You ain't had no names and no lecturers. <laughs> None. 
No guests that have been on KTL, you know. So this is for the whole world to see, okay, so that you know exactly what it is that you're dealing with and who you're dealing with, all right? These people will take and take and take and never give. But the joke is on them. Trust me. Indeed. So salute, love and light to all of the family who have supported us, okay? You know, and um, we look forward to our future supporters who will come forth and uh, bless us with your energy and your words of encouragement and enlightenment. And we do still, we we have a fundraiser show coming up too, so we could really have fun with this. But in the meantime, I just, you know, I didn't even think that, you know, I was like, you know what, before we even do a fundraiser show, let's just put it out there without any advertisement and fanfare and things of that nature. You know, let's just let's just put it out there and see where the family sits. And they haven't let us down. You know what I mean? They they definitely came through. And um I'm humbled. You feel me? I'm definitely humbled. So, you know, I know that we will be reaching our goal by next week. You know what I mean? So we could get this show on the road and get this thing really moving. So, you know, so y'all can brag to y'all friends. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, look at my Jay-Z Magna Carta app. you like, what? Look at my KTL app. You ain't said nine word, but But let's get into the show, though. Indeed. Let's get into the Indeed. show. So, family, we have a very powerful show tonight. Okay? This show will be dealing with solutions in a time, in a, in a time that more people are looking for solutions in these times in this in these past few weeks than they've been looking for solutions in our lifetime okay uh, solution is the new word that's the new black yeah yeah people that are looking for solutions that didn't know that they would ever be looking for solutions that didn't have any prior knowledge that there was a solution needed cuz they thought they were that in they had the solution yeah Yep. They thought Love and Hip Hop, ESPN, and the rookie draft was all they needed in life, and it was it. But, uh, you know, the Most High has different plans for us. You know, the Great Divine speaks through signs. You know? So, that's what's going on. All right, so what we're going to do tonight, family, is we are going to bring forward some of our Moorish brothers and sisters. Um, There's going to be an event taking place in August, um, aptly titled The Summit of the Moors. This will be taking place in Georgia, okay? And tonight we are going to be bringing a brother by the name of Diallo, front and center. All right, my bad. This is going to be taking place in Jacksonville, Florida. Excuse me, pardon me, in Jacksonville, Florida. So we're going to be bringing forth our brother tonight by the name of Diallo, and we are proud uh, to present this brother. This brother called in on the show before, 
And um, this is the first time that we have him as our featured guest. All right. So the upcoming event, the Summit of the Moors, will focus primarily on the economic security of the Moorish nation. They will be using agriculture as a foundation. They will be creating banking systems, and much more will be discussed tonight. So without any further ado, I want to go to the caller from the 706-284. Caller from the 706-284. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge. Peace, family. Thank you for the introduction. This is Dalo Saku calling in from Jacksonville, Florida. Indeed, brother. Islam. Peace. How are you? What's happening? It's an honor, brother. It's an honor, brother. Thank you. It's my honor. It's my honor, man. I appreciate the platform to be able to speak about the summit. If I can, briefly, it's just um, it is not anything that costs anyone. It's not some trick where you come and people start trying to get money from you. It's not that at all. It is a collective effort based off the principles of Marcus Garvey, Noble Juali, W. E. Du Bois, Dr. Amos Wilson, Dr. Claude Anderson, and any other our ancestors and modern people that have talked about the creating an independent economic system. It's not anything where people lead. My philosophy is the collective is the Messiah. There's no one person that's gonna come. Yes. Because that one person is nothing without followers. The power yes. has always been in the people. And it's going to take the people to realize once they reinvest or continue to invest in themselves that they are their own saviors. You understand? So Indeed. tonight I called in late because we're, we're sitting here uh, board, trying to create this boycott for Florida. You know, we're just trying to galvanize and uh, take Take uh, take advantage of the spotlight. What's going on to deal with some other issues in the state of Florida? But uh, one of the do you want to touch on? The, do you want to touch on that briefly, brother? For the uh, family that may be in the um, the area, and may want to organize with you. Indeed. Uh, well, one of the things still going on, man. Because you know we like to philosophize. We, we get together and. <laughs> 30 minutes to the left when we're supposed to be going straight. But uh, one of the things, I believe in applying pressure or covering the boycott, um, lawsuits, and legislative pressure. Yes. We wanted, uh, one of the points people need to point, we have to point out is that uh, these people that are making these sound bites on CNN and these Jesse Jackson now shopping type niggas are not our leaders, Okay. Yeah. They have their own agenda. The churches, you go back to slavery, and remember, the plantation is still the same design. It's only expanded. There were two and three plantations. I'm sorry, two and three churches on the plantation, the same way you still have in the hood today. Church on every fucking corner. Excuse my name. Church on every fucking mm-hmm. corner. Remember, you could not teach your language, your religion, your culture, but you can teach Christianity. So the European master would sit back while that African would emulate what the European slave master had taught him to teach to the slaves. So now, from that time frame, fast forward 2013, it's still the same thing. Yes, it is. Can That's I share something with you, brother? Churches. Exactly. On the, on the show that we did uh, called the Trayvon Martin Factor, 
I spoke of the fact that our new martyrs are actually the victims of police brutality and um, injustice through the, um, you know, through the judicial system. Mm-hmm. The fact is that they differ from the martyrs that we are familiar with in the past, such as Nat Turner, um, you know, those who actually died in in, in, in action and whatnot. Right. And um, what they've done is induce a, a, um, a generation of, you know, fear. They, they've, they've induced fear by showing us it's almost like giving us lynchings, pictures of those who are, because these are lynching victims. These are lynching victims, the Sean Bells of the world, the um, Trayvon Martins of the world, the Amadou Diallos of the world. They they got lynched. So they never got avenged for any of the lynching, though. You know what I mean? They just give you the lynch picture and say, this is your new martyr and whatnot. But one of the um, interesting themes that I always begin to see with these these new um, these lynch victims is that they would select Al Sharpton to basically bring the story into the black community. He was the one who would always invigorate the emotional um, you know responses and things of that nature to cases that would never get justice. Yeah, well, you know, Al Sharpton had to work his way up, man. He, remember, remember, he was in the federal. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, he he's like he's like the third he's like the third third stream behind Jesse Jackson. Jesse yeah, Jackson, course. after after he you know orchestrated that that assassination, he ran around with Dr. King blood on his shirt, you know, looking for sympathy from the people that followed Dr. King, and he basically issued in his own throne. And from there, you know, he basically used, he took Operation Bread Basket that Dr. King used and utilized up in Chicago. And this is just points we have to point out to our people, man. These guys do not have measurable, measurable solutions. These solutions are not inheritable, which means when we go in to initiate something, your children's children should be reaping the benefits. Okay, this is yes. why, as Claude Anderson laid out so eloquently in Powernomics, when you are on a plantation, what we are calling racism is not right. What what racism is defined is the race to control and own all the natural resources on the planet. So while you were on the plantation, the European was on every continent racing to get the gold, the silk, the land. The free labor, the sugar cane, the opium, mm-hmm. right, the cocaine. The tobacco. And when you came out free, you didn't have 15% of anything. You had to hurry up and try and get that shit. You couldn't get it, so all you did was a mass amount of wealth and spent it all, gave it right back to them. You see what I'm saying? And yep. so what we're pointing out today, we surmised the fact that, well, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me do this. Um, Zimmerman is a is a civilian. He cannot. Um, what did they say he did with Trayvon? He cannot. Um, what's that term? Uh, the police use on us. What is that? That's the term I'm looking for. Slow my mind. Take out extrajudicial. Um, no, no. Wait. Uh, oh, I came about the profile. Profile. Yeah. Rich, the term racially profiling. Is a term attached to police officers, yeah. Not to like I can't look at you and say, 
oh, he's this, and then they say, I'm racist. I can't race the profile because we're, we're civilians. Exactly. So what happens is he prejudged a young boy to be a man, to be someone up to some to no good, and to assume that he was going to get away with it. That's called prejudice. He prejudged. So there's a difference between racism and prejudice. Mm. That, that Hispanic Jewish guy, Zimmerman, <laughs> was prejudiced. I just proved it. They couldn't prove it. Yeah, you know, it is about race because that's what initiated it. He was frustrated from these Moors coming through the community wreaking havoc, as he put it, in, and getting away with it. But that night he wasn't going to get away with it. But I don't want to get emotional and reactionary because this is all part of the plan. We have to have long-term agendas, okay, for our community, our neighborhoods, because we don't really have any communities. We have neighborhoods. We have to create long-term agendas. We have to execute them and stop fucking talking so much, get out on the street, and get it done. We need brick and mortar, okay? We do need to own and control our own media because we have to put our own propaganda. We have yeah. to combat everything that they're doing. But we have to start somewhere, and we have to start small and not all grand. And so this wraps up, bring it back to some of the moors. We start from the ground up. You look at the three essentials thing, the three essential things we need, food, clothing, shelter. And then you ask yourself, our people, which one do we control? We don't control the goddamn thing. We don't control our food supply. We don't control the manufacturing, distribution, or wholesale of our clothing. And we do not build homes. We ain't building no, we ain't manufacturing no community, no gated communities, no fashion way. We, we don't even sell trailer parts. Mm. <laughs> so the, the most important thing for a human being is oxygen and food. So let's get it. Instead of uh, demonstrating against Monsanto, the best way to demonstrate is simply to own and control your own food. So yes, indeed. Something very small collectively, it's about 25, 30 people that funded the Morris Eastside Farms. And I believe in putting our name on it. I like I, I take notes from my ancestors. See, we don't have, if, if, if let's just say we call ourselves Moors, then, then when there's an issue in the community politically, media-wise, television, then it should be a, a defamation group with Moors' name in it that says, we're going to boycott your television show because you have a buffoonery-ass nigga on there. We're yeah. going to boycott your show because you allow this racist or this, this stupid-ass cartoon of um, disrespecting our culture. See, the Jews have it. Gays have it. Indians have it. What do we have? We have the Southern Christian Leadership Group, the Negro Association Advancement of Colored People, uh, the Action Network, Operation Back. Nothing says who we are. You understand? Even the Black Panthers, the new ones, they're, they're not a political group these days. They're something else. They're a new Black Panther group. So when we deal with this stuff, we have to deal with things. If we're Moors and we say our mission is to uplift humanity, then I can't just deal with people who are old days and babies. I got to go with... I got to go with Willie John. I got to go with Tommy Smith. I got to go with those people. Those the unconscious ones are the ones we have to enlighten and empower. Not yes. just with, not just with the educational part is there, but when they see the work, 
Like Ali, at this point, at this junction, the summit of the Moors is is the junction of those who put it on the back. We bought the we bought the Michael Jordan LeBron this fourth quarter. While we still need we still need the informational stuff still going on. But I'm at the junction in my what I like to call my conscious career. I'm not building right now. I'm doing the other building. You got two buildings in New York. You know what I mean? In Cypher, we building. Mm-hmm. Construction, we building. So. I got out. I got out of the building to start building, because progression and being a revolutionary, this is what we have to do. There's no, there's no qualms about it. We have to own and control everything. And so with this, with this boycott, we ask the question: Well, will affecting the the uh, mandatory minimum will boycotting affect will boycotting affect that? Well, I say it's not necessarily saying it will affect it. Immediately, but it is a catalyst to get the information and get to the legislators the fact that we want that law gone because we, the men, are the brute force of that damn law more than anyone. How do we prove institutionalized racism? We prove it like this. If we're 13% of the population and 60% of the prison population, and it's been that way over a century and a half, Nigga, that's institutionalized racism. That's tied from the judicial racism. These things have to go. While we're dealing with those things that have to go, we're still building our own thing because we know everyone is going to come over to this side when we say, man, get up out that thing. Take that pill and pop up from here. Come on to Zion. You know, hop in mm-hmm. Nebuchadnezzar too, and, you know, let's go to Zion. But see, what happened is, they still will go back into the matrix. You see, there will be no Zion if you weren't grabbing those out of the matrix. You had to utilize people in the matrix to help Zion. To help Zion, exactly. And so, I shared that on, on last week that this this catalyst or this incident was akin to when we saw the matrix and Neo Morpheus and Trinity and the rest of the gang got dressed up and went into the Matrix, right? That's right. To pull information and to get people out before they had to jump on the phone and get out of there before the agents realized that they were there. But it was a wind it was a it was a window opening opportunity to jump in and do the work. They used the Oracle who was in the Matrix and the other people who assisted them in the Matrix to pull who they needed out of the Matrix and bring them back to Zion. That's how they got. That's how they got uh, Neo in the first place. That's right. Now let, let me add. Let me add to that. Um, the terms. I mean, you can hear the terms Neo and Morpheus. Yep, Neo fight. <laughs> A Neo fight. It is those unconscious Moors who will eventually continue on the legacy what Moors have built. Yes, Come they on. will. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Never yes, they will. The laws they they traveled on the laws, right? But but they also built, they built, and they protected. You understand? They were independent from the matrix. At the same time, balling out in the matrix. When they went to the matrix, they was not in them rags. They was not in rags. They were no, they was clean. They was they was fresh, huh? <laughs> you know, hey. they was in laser cut French, okay, laser cut trench coats. 
I'm glad you noticed that. <laughs> you got to notice that. But when you go back to the where they where they existed at, they lived within their means. Within their means, yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't. You didn't need that. That other that shit. I mean, you don't need it, but it's something in people that allows them to be tr- uh, 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 promoted to say, "Oh, I want that. I want." You don't need that shit. You got more mm-hmm. power by keeping that money to yourself. And that's the whole one of the points we'll bring out in the boycott. See, we realize you don't own the Walt Disney World, then you have to say, "Damn, well, here's an opportunity to invest and reinvest back in my community." Because we gotta undo what was undone, what was done in the '60s. The '60s paralyzed us and destroyed us economically. So, although, like as, as Dr. Juwan Kanjufu laid out in Black Economics, when, when we, when that, because of the Civil Rights Movement, the Negro League was destroyed. See, we owned baseball stadiums, and inside those stadiums, we had vendors, and those people had schools that they went to. But when that when 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 Jackie Robinson decided to cross that line, and when everybody else decided to cross that line, the rest of the Negroes followed them. So now it's they think that the the European water is cold on the other side when it tastes just like mine. So we lost stadiums, we lost teams, we lost whole communities, Tulsa, Oklahoma. You understand from the twenties. So instead of boycotting the buses and then going back to the buses, we should have boycotted the buses and built our own bus line. This is an opportunity to really point out if you're boycotting Florida, you need to look back where you're at locally. Get active and invest in your area. Open up a Moore's East Side Farm. We'll come and we'll show you how to set it up. Set it up. And then you do it with a group of people because what's, what's going to do what this is is it's small demonstrations. Not only the small demonstrations, but it's small practice because if your food is dying, you're not doing your job. If you aren't active in that farm, that stuff dies and nothing is going to come back. It's the same way in the community. If you live in a community or a neighborhood and people are dying at an alarming rate, I mean, I'm not saying that you're responsible for those people, but we have to initiate something where we are. You cannot fight a battle abroad. I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. I don't expect you to try and fight a battle in, from Chicago to here, but you can show support unless you lived on this ground right here. But what we can do is galvanize each other locally, and this is how you build your base. So when we say when we say conscious people jump, nigga, we jump up like they ain't never seen before because we've been underground building on food. We We came on the common ground of controlling our food. And we understood that when we when we control our food supply, we can control the housing market. When we control the housing market, we can control the banking system. Because in that same area you have that farm, let's say it's a ran down man, we need to go to Detroit. Let me say this. Right now we need to we need to get fifty states, go to Detroit and start. Okay, you know why? Because everything is done. But if it don't take the people, instead of the people looking for the politicians, to save them, they need to be trying to save their damn self, self-determination. You understand? You take them empty-ass plots, and you grow your food. You grow farms. You that house, and you turn that house into a micro-manufacturing warehouse. What you going to do in there? We're going to take that sister, uh, 
from uh, Finasha Essentials in Miami, who who has the shea butter, and we're gonna take a, a Bunny's child who makes the the the, the whole burgers, and we're gonna make they're gonna give us the recipes, and we're gonna manufacture them in that little house, and we're yep. gonna distribute throughout the country. We'll get them at Walmart, we'll get them at Walgreens, and while we're doing that, we'll have our own grocery store at the same time. It ain't got to be big. This is I. This what I'm telling y'all is what we are doing. We're doing this, and we're going to put one in each state. Once we have 50, let's say, for example, we have 50 farms, that means everyone who's a part of that has an attachment to 50 franchises, man. So then we say, here's, this, here's, the, here's the, uh, the blueprint for, the, for the, uh, the grocery store or the healthy grocery store, as I like to call it. Boom, we put 50 of them up. Now you're attached to 50 more franchises. <laughs> Operate like a hedge farm that has a conscience. I watched something on 60 Minutes, and the brother called it a double bottom line. This brother, he, he made cakes. And he hired nothing but people who had fell into the undesirables. But it was a for-profit. But he still did humanitarian efforts every Tuesday he would hire people. He called it double bottom line. So I like that. You know, you still have your mission of uplifting humanity, and you still have to have economic security. Listen, nobody's going to listen to a broke-ass people. You know, the Jews are powerful because of economics. And so when the Jews say jump, the media and any other politician jump. I'm not into voting. I'd rather cut a check on a politician. He do what the hell I tell him to do in the name of our community. Because if I'm making 30000 he ain't going to come to my house. But if I got $3 million annually and I'm building, I got businesses all over the place, he come sit. He come sit. No, nobody, nobody comes see. No one comes to the broke pharaoh. Only when the pharaoh is an influential throughout the nation, they come and they want to be a part of that. Money attracts money. You can do more with money than you can do with anything else. It creates more opportunities. So now we are not only galvanizing our dollars, but we are doing what they're calling urban development. We're also doing what's called urban economics. We'll create. We'll be able to create jobs. You know. You know. You may not get wealthy, but as we say in the South, am is better than now. <laughs> you understand? You got some money coming in when yesterday you had nothing. Same as Garvey. Everyone has a stake in this. It's not a pyramid thing where you buy this and then you get that. No, everybody got a stake in this. You're an owner. So you take that you take that food and you sell it to these small you sell it to the to the restaurants. Let's say you can't sell it. Then we dehydrate it. Now we put it on the shelf. Now we have a long-term product to be able to move around the country. We'll also be introducing the international relationship we have with my brother in Johannesburg, South Africa. I know him from from back in the day over here. And uh, we're going to be dealing with setting up some things over there. We need to go there because it's a gold mine. He said it's just not getting into eating healthy and these other things. And that's just one country out of 52, out of six continents. So we start small, but the vision and the end game is the entire, the entire planet, going back to when Moors 
rule Europe. See, we got to get... We get back... We're, we're, we're easing back into it. And this is a, this is the thing... This is just an agenda in the plan that I feel that you can make your money now and your children will be running it later. Not that I'm going to do something and my children read the benefits later. No, we can get this now because we need it now. If we're going to, if we're going to remove ourselves from what people call in the system, you're either going to live like a derelict or you're going to live like a, you know, like a normal human being. So, People would always ask me, well, how, how do I get out of the system? I said, well, what type of funding do you have if you were to remove yourself? I'm not going to tell you not to get a job because I can't give you a job. You can't work for me. You understand? So it would behoove me to tell someone to not go to college or not get a job when you don't have shit to offer them. Do what you have to do to take care of your family. Use it as a means to an end. So if you're removing yourself, you have to have, you have, to have set up something. You have to have set up your straw man which is a front, and I'm not talking about your name, which is a corporation or a business that's going to make the money, and you simply live off of that. Or you have or you have several, several uh, acres of land and farms that you can feed off of, and we've set up the, we've set up the, the off-the-grid communities, which is easy to do. We have to have a demonstration of one so that we can duplicate. We work out the quirks and the, and the imperfections. So when we go to the next one, we know what to do. We can just shoot straight to it. So with with having 50 farms, you have a built-in distribution system. What does that mean? That means if I go from from Florida, let's say, for example, Jacksonville only grows cilantro and um, Delaware grows carrots, and Cali grows apples. Well, we could take a truck to drive Florida all the way to Delaware to California, boom, 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 and make deliveries and make drops. Then let's say we don't want to be in the farming business. We want to be in the CD music business. We could distribute your CDs. It's a system already built up if we have a store that can carry your music or your shoes or your product. So the grocery store will be a catalyst to carry small vendors' product. So if you're in if you're in India and you make some great incense we don't have over here, you put them on consignment in our stores, the same as Walmart. Now you're international. Oh, you're across the state. You're able to make a residual income. Let's say we get some, some blue red pill T-shirts. Boom. Not, not exclusively being carried in, you know, our healthy grocery stores. Yes, sir. You understand the plan there? Yeah. So this is just, this is one of the things. And so when when you build a community, I believe in security. So, you know, and we have to have a private security force, and we're going to have that. There will be someone there who, who's our martial art expert. He'll be showing a demonstration as well. See, it's more than just agriculture because, first, well, first of all, the first government is based off of agriculture. When you look at Osiris or Osar, he is the god of agriculture. He's green. He represents transformation. So we'll also be dealing with um, how food heals you. We'll be dealing with 
uh, the genetic code and the food that you need to be dealing with your your DNA. I went down to Miami, man, and uh, I don't know if people know about Florida, but Florida is where you're gonna get the most you you know the most UV rays for your melanin. I just call it like this, man. Florida's Africa. <laughs> okay, if you've ever read before, you know, they came before Columbus, uh, my man laid it out eloquently how the three currents come from the west coast of Africa to the east coast of America. And they're basically Florida, the Gulf, and, like, up in Virginia in that area. Can I share some with you? Please do. I'm in Miami. I've been here for about a month and change, and I never had two tans on top of each other. (laughs) Real talk. Like, I never had a double tan before. And I was saying this the other day that I was like, you know, I have to remind myself that I'm in America sometimes, you know, or the USA, mind you, because there are mornings that I walk outside on the porch and because I have the whole Biscayne Bay in front of me, and there's like a little island where people pull up on jet skis, and I can see the, uh, the 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 cruiser ships that are going out into the Caribbean right there to my right. And I have to remind myself that I'm in, I'm not in paradise. I'm, I'm, I know that I'm I'm in paradise, and I have to remind myself that it's attached to the U dot S dot A, because this is a different. This, it's a whole nother kind of energy on this grid. It's something. It's something different about this. And when you said it. I was like, I gotta, I gotta share that with the brother because this does feel like a part of Africa. Listen, man, it's, I'm gonna tell you why. First of all, uh, my girl, she's listening now. Uh, Fatima, she turned Peace. me, she turned me to a different perspective. And I, I gotta say this: once I reached my forty, once I reached forty, I knew, you know, I already knew what my mission was, but it was about executing it on a different level. And I'm over forty now. So when I went, because I used to go to Miami, I used to go to Source Awards, I used to go to, to Nikki, I mean Magic City. I used to tear Miami down. I was, you know, I would just basically go party, see family, and spend money. That was me back so, in the days. See, you already know. So when I went down this time with a full mission, it's like, okay, she showed me several farms, man, and homestead. While you there, you need to go and, Go and take a look, take a ride. And I, I went yeah. To, I, I, I know about homes. It's all flat land. And man, they got they, the trees. There's certain trees in the middle of the road. They're straight That's African home, trees. Right. Homestead. Yeah, Cutler Ridge. US 1, right? Huh? Straight down yeah, US 1. US 1, straight down yeah. US 1. Yeah, right down yeah, US I was 1. Saying, yeah. I wasn't staying in Cutler Ridge not to, uh, what was that, so like 2003, 2000, mm-hmm. early 2000s, you know what I'm saying, when we was out there. And just like you said, like, just the whole, just the, the energy of that grid and, and homestead is just laid out, you know what I'm saying? All of that right there, you know, we need to be focusing on tapping into that and building up over there. So I went down there. I went down there because that's gonna be the that's gonna be one of the next Morsey side farms down there, but on a larger scale. But it has to be done collectively. I'm not trying to cut a check on it. I go broke. I can't <laughs> we have, we have to do it collectively 
so we can grow these exotic fruits that are basically from Africa, right here in Florida. See, people of North can't get access to that. But if we farm these things, listen, European people, they love it. They love it, man. You won't be, listen. If you, you don't buy U.S. one, I'm, I'm gonna get it through the shower because this shit was just the bottom. Robert is here, right on the corner, and he make these milkshakes out of jackfruit and dragon fruit and banana. Oh man! Basically, I'm about to take the whole concept. It's ours, <laughs> and the milkshake is dope. I mean, it's five dollars, and people standing in line like like. Like up in New York, the soup Nazi, just to get a milkshake. Right. And this is on US one. Yeah, I think it's US one, but you can you can look up Robert is here and then like Homestead, Florida. It's dope, man. I mean, but uh, the concept exactly how I how I how I envision how I think so, except it will be right in the heart of the city. You would have the farm. You would have the the commercial business that basically from the farm to the commercial business, you would have the cafes that cook that food. You would have your livestock. You would have, eventually, your credit union. You would have your culture center. Those people would live in those houses in that same area. You would have your private security force to enforce and secure our children, our women, the single women, uh, people that come in. Boom, now you have a community. And we already know where we're spending our money, right up the street, right across the street. <laughs> there should be no crime. There should be no drugs. There should be no molestation. There should be no kidnappings because we're securing it. We know who's in our community. It's us. Right. And it's real easy. We just have to want to do it. It ain't. It ain't. Listen, everybody should move to Florida, man. <laughs> we should. Everybody should just move to Florida straight up. I mean, not everybody. We still have to have people, people in places in, in other parts of the country to continue this agenda right. because if we, we we circle around the continent of North America with our businesses and then we, we move inwardly. Yeah, but... And so now we become a force. Let me, let me put you up on this. Mm-hmm. So let's just say, let's take our grocery store. Let's take our healthy grocery store and it's netting over 250000 now we can take that business and go to Wall Street. Now we can compete with Publix, Winn-Dixie, Kroger's, Walgreens. We become a we become a, a financial beast in this game, and we all own that. Now we can build the schools people are always talking about. Oh, we got to have our schools. Who the fuck are you going to pay for it? <laughs> Where the money coming from? If you don't build the economic security first, you can't do nothing. Right. You're going to build a school and be broke because you can't keep the lights on. You don't have the money to pay the staff. You can't, you can't, you don't have the food. You don't have anything except a building and a dream. We have to have things strategized and we have to have executioners. We have to execute with strategic planning, man. Not that flash so, yeah. work that looked good right. for a few seconds, then it's gone. The time is so up. You're, you're not you're not of the mindset of the people that are like, we need to boycott Florida, and everybody melanated needs to get up out of there because that's 
stand your ground country. No, what you do, if you're going to boycott, come here and buy this bitch. That's what you do. You come in own Florida. Right. So when you My own elders Florida, told me that, um, you, right. When you My own Florida, me, you own them. the politicians. Right. Go ahead, brother. What's that? My my elder told me that Opelika is a Moorish town. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I mean, first of all, the Seminole was created by the Moors. There was no Seminole until this other Indian came down to Florida. The Moors got with them. They walked out Seminoles. You know when you when you when you talk about. I wrote a book called Understanding Jurisdiction of Moors in North America, and I I lay down in the back when you look at these what they call the Indians or Native Americans. When you look at their dress, when they're wearing that sash, that head wrap with the feathers, the the linen, the the, the gear, they said they got it from people that was already here. They said that. <laughs> we didn't make that up. Who who you think was dressing in silk, man? Only brothers, we we the only ones rock like that. How do we get the silk? Because we traveled. We were already we through distribution. We brought the gun back from China. Mm-hmm. We brought the silk. We brought the gold. The war of the Middle East is about controlling the middle part of the planet because that's the first trade route that brought the Eastern and Western world together. Opium, slaves, gold, oil, crack, whatever. That's what the middle is. Indeed, and even in the journals of Columbus and um, who was the other explorers, Lewis and Clark and, and other ones, they specifically spoke of Moorish cities, masjids, turbans, and sashes. You feel me? So. Exactly. The return of a law. <laughs> exactly. So I'm so glad that you're saying what you're saying tonight, brother. Like you don't have, you have no idea. I'm over here bouncing off of the walls because I share the same sentiments that you're sharing with the family tonight. That I was like, yo, if it was 30 of me down here, like if it was just 30 of us or 20 of us. With some with some finances and some uh, you know some resources, we could we we could take this thing by the horns, like we can own pieces of this land that's down here. This family is paradise. I, if you live somewhere in the East Coast or the West or whatever, become tri-coastal. Don't just stack all of your eggs or whatever in one place. Like you have to you have to you have to be able to maneuver and know when to go. Birds fly south for the winter for a reason, okay? This grid is magical. It will charge you up. It will realign you. It will be, remember, the Jews used to come here to die, okay? The Jews used to come to Miami and to Florida to die. Now people come here to rebirth themselves, okay? They flipped it. Now they come to reverse the clock. You got people that come here and they reverse the clock because it's a regenerative energy on this grid down here. The sun sun shines different than it shines in New York or California. 
It's a different kind That's of right. I, I can't explain it. I don't That's know right. why it's, that. It's really easy. It's really easy. Closer to the equator, man. Closer to the More equator. You know, you know, we're not that close, but we're closer than in, in New York City. Yes. So, you know, and we, we have more, we got more greenery. Even though people think when they see New York, they just see the buildings. But, shit, New York is country as far. Excuse my language. New York has a lot of greenery. When mm-hmm. I was in New York, I ran into guys, Europeans with country accents, and it threw me off. Because <laughs> I thought. <laughs> oh, I mean, every, every, had everything. Yeah, everything north of the Brooklyn Bridge is, is damn near the country. You know what I'm saying? You go into Outside Jersey, yeah. City, yeah. There's places in Jersey, you think you're in the deep south. And see, that what happens is we are acclimated to our climate and condition. So the brothers and the sisters in New York look, speech, attitude is different because of the brick and the mortar. Because they compacted and went up because of the small space versus here it's open plains and the water is different. Yeah, right. the oxygen, you, you understand? But I remember I remember going to Ocala and I've never been some place on the planet that was so flat <laughs> and the sun was so close like there was nowhere to hide. Coming from New York. You know what I'm saying? Where everything was skyscrapers and, you know what I'm saying? Right. The sun was blocked by this and blocked off by that. And I got to Florida. We were driving from Georgia to um, to Miami. And we passed through Ocala. Am I pronouncing it right? Yo, Ocala. And you know about right Osceola? Orlando? Yeah. And you know about Osceola National Park? You look up Osceola, he was the brother the brother that kidnapped his, his uh so called African wife and put in slavery and he waged a war on Florida like these crackers have never felt before. <laughs> and Ocala himself was a brother. But they called him an Indian. I mean a straight up brother. He's mixed, but he was still a brother. That that was that was a beautiful land that we passed through. It was so flat. I'm saying none of the houses will pass a particular amount of stories, about, you know, two or three stories, and it was just, mm-hmm. it was just sprayed out, and everything, you know, was the, the land was sun-kissed, the oranges, you know, the citrus was right there. It was just a beautiful experience. You know, even when we um, ventured down there to Tampa this past September to get on this cruise, when we set out to Mexico, you know, just being on that grid and just being exposed to the energy that comes off of that place. Because I, I share the same story that both of you brothers are sharing. Um, my, um, I was in a relationship with a, uh, a young lady in Miami, so I used to frequent there quite often. And every time that I would get off of the plane, my entire physiology would change. And I attribute that now that I understand Indeed. Hello? Yeah. Okay. I think Blue's line might have dropped. Hold on. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. He should be calling right back. But yeah, um, 
I concur with what he's saying that uh, there's something about the grid that will terraform you. You know what I mean? It, it, it actually, it, I, I mean, I know the effect that it has on me personally. I can't speak for everybody because it may not have that same effect Hello? on. Yeah, you back. Yeah. So I would notice that my, my physiology would change. You know what I'm saying? My bone structure, my build would get different. And now that I understand, I attribute that, you know, just to, like like the brother said, the closer that I would get to the equator. Because I just experienced it when I went to Houston. Shout out to the Houston family, because Houston is also a place that reminded me very much, very much of Florida. You know what I'm saying? Because of their um, equatorial uh, distance. They're not too far from the equator as well. And the way that I was seeing the horticulture, you know, the plants grow very wild in Houston. You know what I'm saying? Houston kind of reminded me of that that grid energy that Miami has. You know, both of these places are key. And I want to introduce you, you know, once this conversation ends as well, to some of the brothers that we know in Houston that are farming, that have land. And many of the plans that you're explaining in, in detail our initial plans that, you know, we were drawing up when we got to Houston, you know what I'm saying? So I'm honored, you know, to be on the line with a brother such as yourself that has brought these plans to fruition, you know, which saves us about half the amount of work, you know what I'm saying? We just got to be under studies under you to figure out how we're going to implement these things. But a lot of the um, infrastructure is already put in place. You know, people have the land you know what I'm saying, and their hands on deck, you know, you got the plan. So let's put this work in. So we got any questions? Um, let's see. Yeah, yeah we, we got, got a lot, lot of hands up. up. You know, what we'll do is we'll go to the Q&A when we come back from the 11-11 meditation. Okay. You know, we're going to open up the portals uh, with this meditation, and then uh, we'll go to the callers, definitely. Have you? Did you get a chance to build any further with the brother Terrence Miller, brother who was on the show last time that you called in? I'm sorry, say it again, brother. Did you did you have any opportunities to build with the brother Terrence Miller, the farmer out of Atlanta? He was featured on the show last time that you called in. Yeah, he he didn't he didn't contact me. I didn't I don't I don't have any information on him as well. Okay, yeah, he's on Facebook. But we need to make that happen though. We need to make that happen. Yeah, we will. We will. Because he has he has a he has a comprehensive uh, you know plan. You said he's out. in Georgia. Yeah. Wait a minute, he's in Georgia, right? He is in Georgia, correct, yes. I, yeah, I believe my partner, Sundiata, is getting ready to go up there and meet with him. Yeah. Yeah, and okay. he's going to be part of the Boise yeah. Side Farm as well. Wow, yeah, because the brother has the sea bank. Yeah. You know, and there's moors out here in California as well. Hello? I'm here. Yes, there's more out here in California that have land, and there's uh, 
an entire quote unquote black farmer society out here, you know, that uh need that, that, that young energy and the plans that you have as well. So I definitely wanna put you in contact with them. Okay. Um, yeah. Keep pushing forward. Indeed. All right. So, Red, you have anything you want to add on before the break? Uh, only that um, I have uh, I'm gonna build with you <clears throat> about an event that's take that's take. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, sorry. There's an event in Miami Shores out here in Miami that's taking place in October where they're having a farmer's market, and uh, they actually asked me to um, reach out to some of the uh, brothers and sisters that I know that uh, can contribute to that. So I definitely want to bring you in on that and uh, give you further information about that event because uh, it's going to be, you know, there's a lot of influential people that will be involved in it, and I, I know that it will benefit your movement and definitely, you know, growing your network and things of that nature. So that's about it, you know what I'm saying? I just, you know, you, you're doing good work, you know what I'm saying? I love the fact that you're active and uh, it's going just beyond talk. Um, when we do get back from the meditation, I want you just to share the participants uh, of the summit that you're going to have, your special guests, and also um, just some more, just the specifics like the time, uh, the place, um, okay. and things of that nature. As a matter okay. of fact, you could do that right now. You do have five minutes. Okay. Well, first we're going to have my brother, Sundiata Amael out of Tallahassee. And he, he's like, you know, my partner in directing this summit of the Moors. He comes, he's he's Mr. Green Thumb himself. So okay. he lives permaculture. And uh, I gotta, I have to admit that I, I'm brand new to this, but I studied it for about 10 years. I studied the whole aspect. When you know, when, when you're always looking for a way out to control your own destiny, and, you know, farming has to be number one. You know, mm. and the, the other thing is, uh, how do I not pay a light bill? So you look at solar panels. Mm-hmm. But I ain't been able to figure out how to get free cable yet, so I still have to pay for it. Uh, so, I can help you with that. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Email me that, brother. So, uh, <laughs> you know, these are these are all these, the whole aspects of, of sustainability. Not only in uh, having self-sustaining farms, but, you know, having a lifestyle that's self-sustaining and not being so dependent, like tapping into the water reserves and, you know, things of this nature, but without, without looking, without, but looking still like a normal house and lifestyle. And so Asundiata, uh, he he's definitely my mentor on um, on educating me about the agriculture piece. And so me, I'm like, I'm like Jim, Jim Brown, man, you give me the ball, I'm going to run with it. Uh, who else do we have? We have my my sister, my little sister, Abundance Child, coming out of Delaware. She'll be dealing with the home economic piece, and it's very, very imperative and important that the sisters see that there are sisters who ain't just about that talk, 
who ain't no Facebook revolutionary who bout that work. And she bout that work consistently. You see, I've known her for years. I put her, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not going to take the credit for putting her out there, but I put her out there. We did the first, one of the, one of, one of the few lectures I did out there a few years ago with uh, Taj, myself, and when I met her, I was like, yo, people need to hear you. They need to hear that fire you got. And so once we, we, we recorded and I put it on my YouTube page, which is more in Florida, it was a wrap. And I tell people, man, once you get on there, your life is going to change because people start bombarding you with emails and questions. They want you to be, they want, they need help. A lot of our people need help. And so abundance is definitely going to be in the building. And uh, my, who I call the female version of Sundiata, (laughs) uh, she's down there in the bottom in the MIA, Fatima Shabazz. I call her Fatima the, the alchemist in the kitchen, Shabazz. She, she owns uh, Fanasha Divine Essentials. She's going to come uh, with her science of how food heals. And she came up and visited us up here in Jacksonville for a few days. She bought us a moringa tree, coconut palm, a whole bunch of alien food I had no idea about, but tasted good. She turned me on to raw cooking. I'm sorry, preparing. And so these things, man, you know, when you have these people in your life, you know, they're more than just comrades. They become your family. And so, you know, I don't have friends. I have family because that's that's sacred to me. And uh, you know, it's you know, you connect. I connect with a certain few people on, on on certain levels. And this sister here is powerful, man. So she'll definitely be bringing it up. She's very active in Miami with that uh, with the permaculture down in the bottom. And uh, we we'll eventually be getting to uh, having certifications and classes on this type of of information. Uh, who else is going to be there? We're going to have Minister Inky. Minister Inky is going to be there deal, dealing with the, uh, what is it, the black genetic code. He'll be doing his thing. We'll also be having the brother uh, Messiah L coming out of uh, also the Delaware Territory. He'll be building on what he deals with. He and his wife have this thing that a lot of people don't know about. For example, while you're in prison, you're getting a wage. So, you can get, if you come out of prison without a two to five year period, you can get tax returns. You can get that money back. So wow. they'll be there to do that. And guess what? If you want to be one of the people who can help the prisoners, they'll turn you on to that too. That's something I promote. I promote that. I ain't, I'm not with the, you know, that's not a pyramid scheme. It's like, here, they'll show you how to do it. You're going to do that shit. You're going to pay for it. You're going to give them, like, whatever they ask, and you can do that. But right. it's it's a no, no. job, and you making money, want, and you helping out. Want, you, you understand? Yeah, I don't okay. want to cut your wisdom, but go ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're less than a minute away from the meditation, so I just want to give the family some direction real quick before we go in. Uh, family, you know, we're gonna meditate, and we're going to collectively pull our power and our resources to magnify the summit of the Moors. Okay, we're going to envision the success not only of this event, but also of the ventures that the brother is speaking of here on this particular program tonight. Not much time left. You know the drill. Find yourself a dark place. All right, this is going to be the home. We're going to 
to do. We're going to hit the own mantra, all right, family? The town emanating from the center of the universe. Be back shortly.
Peace, 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 peace. Peace. All right, all right. <clears throat> Blue, yeah? Blue gets lost in meditation sometimes. She don't even come back. Might have fell off. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be in Shambhala somewhere. Not here. Okay. Alright. But um please finish um with the uh with the lineup that you got for the uh for the Morris Summit, brother. I know we I know you said the brother uh Minister Inky will be in the building, correct? Yeah, Minister Inky will be there. Is uh Doctor uh, Ali Muhammad gonna be there as well? He's supposed to be there, but I don't I don't think he's gonna make it. Okay. But I do know Minister Inky Abundance will be there. Um my brother Shem L coming from the Tamaray Project two will be in the building. Now no hold doubt. on shout out to them. I've known What'd Shem. you say? I I just wanted to grab this bottle. I ordered a uh, case of their Superior H2O alkaline water. Okay. I recommend, yeah, I recommend anybody. Any, if you hear my voice, you need to order this right now. Stop playing. Get you some water, man. This this made this this coming from their land, out of their spring, bottled up, manufactured by them. Salute. Superior H2O. Let me see. Do you have a website on here? If I can, if I can give, can I give a drop on this? I need to holler. Please do, because I need to holler at some brothers as well. Uh, I'm looking on the bottle. Maybe you can just look up Superior H2O. Well, here's a phone number. Here's a phone number. Eight 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 five six eight nineteen eighty four. Extension five. But yeah, he has the water. It's alkaline. I got it. And uh once we once we continue, once we get the uh the grand open of the store, we will be an exclusive carrier of this water and eventually become a distributor of the water. So the the thing about the summit is it's creating this beast, this almost like investment group or hedge firm. Us. Except we're we're developing our own communities. We're almost like the shark tank at the same time. Remember, it was the Moors that created the banking system. The Jews learned that while the Moors were in Europe, they learned how to do the banking through us. Yep, the Moors taught them. Dig, you already know. So they were the ledgers. They were doing the 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 Jews were the ones that were doing the ledge the ledger work, the the uh, some of the accounting and things like that. And um, from you know. That's where they learned, and that's where they also got leeway into our trading and our and our systems of trading, the Silk Road and all of those other things. That's why when, when we got when we got disposed, and um, you know, basically when they disrupted that system, who moved in on that but the Jews? That's right. They were they was right there. Yeah. Sidebar: People need to understand that the majority of everything in this country was literally based off of us. The economic system is based off of us. When they remember land wasn't worth anything, they was giving it away in North America. Or, you know, after they stole it, then they would give it away. 
But if you had a slave on your land, it was worth triple the amount. And once they freed that slave, once that labor, that free labor was gone, they transferred the power of the slave into the land. Now the land is valuable, and the man ain't worth shit. You already know. Now, wow. Do you understand? This is about us. It's always been about the economics and politics. Man make the money. Money don't make the man. We are the wealth. We are the national treasure. It's not a piece of paper. That's right. You can't get no, you ain't going to get no label unless you get out there and work it. Uh Uh-huh. You know? So uh, who else we got on there? We got my brother, um, Tahaka Amana L. Bay. He's right here in Jacksonville here with me. He'll be building on some legal is that the good brother with the radio show? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I want to meet him. <laughs> That's my man. Tahaka is definitely consistent. Everyone that's here that will be at the summit is consistent. They're loyal. They're true to them people and to themselves. It's not like some individualistic type of approaches people are taking. And... uh I want people to know that these people will be there because they, they agree with the agenda that we have. The agenda of, of basically building... I mean, you, if you ever read Powernomics, Claude Anderson book, we are applying that. If you ever read Blueprint for Black Power by Dr. Amos, we are applying that. We ain't about to do it. We're doing that. And all we need is for every, not going to say everyone, more people to just to be a part of it. See, that's when, when you build the bandwagon, they jump on it. It's okay. You build it, they'll come. Versus saying, hey, come on, get on this ground level, and, you know, you can have a little bit more self-esteem and respect because you build yourself. People don't want that. I want that. I want to be able to go through the school of learning, um, uh, building um, um, uh, aquaponic fields, pipes, Vertical growing, deep beds. You know how much money I save, man? I don't have to buy bell peppers. I don't have to buy tomatoes. I don't have to buy collard greens. I don't have to buy that no much. It's expensive. When your diet is predominantly plant-based and you don't have to buy a lot of it from the grocery stores, you save a lot of money. Even your herbs, yes. man, my basil, thyme, uh, the cilantro, and then... uh. Fatima down in Miami got out. Oh, man, I got turned on to a Coolantro. Coolantro, oh, yo. If you if you know what cilantro, you know it's like right. it's thin and then have like the clovers at the top. But if you take your index finger and your bird finger together like a piece symbol together, that's the size of a Coolantro. It's a fat leaf. And it is potent. When you break it, it's you before it reaches your nose, you can smell it. It's like, mm-hmm. I would put no exaggeration as far as uh, scent. It's like three times as powerful as the cilantro. The cilantro wow. is, oh, man, it's big. I, I'm grateful I got turned on in that. So I, I brought me a plant. <laughs> I brought me a plant from up here, took it to the farm. That's going in and some different type of basil. 
And so, you know, we're going to take some of that some of that exotic fruit from the bottom, bring it up here to the top of Florida, and grow it as well. So we got a hoop house. I pulled the plastic back, but I want to put it back on. So when people come, we're going to take a tour. Of the, it's real small, but it's there. It's ours. And then, you know, we'll get into understanding the commercial aspect and the collective aspect of having a larger farm. But we wanted to do small first to see if we can do it. We did it. Now we're going to move on. Uh, Friday, the 16th, we're going to meet out at the farm. It's in the hood. And uh, we're going to just a meet and greet, 6 to 9. We'll have a little live music, band playing. And uh, we're, going to, we're going to cook. Tahaka's going to cook. I'm going to cook. I'm going to force everybody that ever been to my house to cook. We're going to cook right outside. We're going to take whatever we got from over there in the farm and some other stuff. We're going to throw it on the grill. You know, we may do a George Foreman or a walk or something, cook it up, eat up, and talk, and build like a family. And not people, uh, you know, from a box into another box, but, you know, we're just really organic. And then Saturday, Saturday morning, 9 a.m. at the Wyndham Hotel on the river, real nice room, look like something from uh, the U.N., uh, we'll, be, we'll start our summit. And we don't, the agenda is not to come and be entertained and wow and woo with the egos and all that. It is to, to execute agendas that we started in January during Noble Draw Lee weekend, his birthday weekend, and this one is Marcus Garvey weekend, August 16th. Mm. So we're trying to keep it in tune with the principles of those brothers. Right, and uh, you know, we'll have, we'll have, we'll have uh, you know, a brother German, Shannon L., who owns Blacksonville. He may do an impromptu tour of certain parts of Jacksonville so people can learn about Queen Mother Coffee that was a part of the Marcus Garvey movement who was assassinated in Miami, in the pulpit. She was an actual princess who said Florida was a direct line to Africa. So guess what? I went. I pulled out the map. I'm looking at Jacksonville on the left, draw a straight line to the right. Hey, it's right there. <laughs> and it looked like it goes straight to Morocco. So pull out your map and look at Florida. Look at Jacksonville, Florida. It's the first coast. It's right on the water. See, people, you know, usually, you know, brothers in the hood, we, 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 we look at places like this and we have no idea what we're sitting on. We're sitting on prime real estate, water, right at beaches. St. John's River, the only river outside of the Nile that flows upward. I think the Mississippi does that, but I know St. John's River does it. That's in Jacksonville? It's in Jacksonville. Jacksonville is ran by feminine energy here. And uh, there's an old wise shaman told us about that. It's a a feminine energy, and so the sisters have a lot of positions here in the city. Yeah, I was out there um, in like '05 at the FAMU homecoming. Me and uh, what was my dude M1 from Dead Press? He was out there too. He had got jammed up with the popo, but that's another story. But I, I was, yeah, I was, I was, I was feeling the energy out there. You know what I mean? I mean, it was out. We were in the hood, so you know, we was with the folk. You know what I mean? We was with our folks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a good look though. It wasn't you know, it wasn't in a bad way. It just was right. it is what it is. But 
you know, I love the whole, you know, they were cooking outside. Like, I just love that down-bottom feeling, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yes, indeed. You know, when you're in Florida, man, it's like if the temperature reaches 75 degrees, everybody pulling out a barbecue grill. Yeah, they they they, they on their chill. It's, you know, it's it's that type of vibe. But uh, the reality, you know, in, in, on the other side is, you know, there, there are a lot of injustices that take place. And so what we came out of the first summit was we created Urban Geoponics, a nonprofit. We created Moore's Equity Group, an LLC. Now, the Moore's Equity Group is a title that will be or could be the voice or a voice for Moors who are who who are, who are um, experiencing disparities. Versus calling the NAACP, you call us and we put out a press release as you know a head that's representing us. As versus uh, you know something happens and nobody does anything. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, we have to create our own league. And and it's not a governmental thing. This is all humanitarian. You know, I ain't about the civil rights. I'm about human rights. So, you know, when he looked at the, that case, it's about civil rights. They violated his, his human rights. His human rights, indeed. You know, so these are some of the points that we want to, you know, we, we want to point out in the uh, in, in the boycott or whatever we did demonstrations of the mandatory minimum where they take the power out of the judges and give it to prosecutors to sentence people. That's ridiculous. This is why Marissa Alexander can get 20 years versus three years. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, you know, people got to look at the facts of the, 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 uh, the, the disparities in the sentencing of our people. Uh, who else we gonna have in the building? We're supposed to have Professor Deanham. Hell, he's gonna come and speak on. He's educated, but he also is a martial artist. Because one thing we want to see that came out is, I just call it Moore's National Guard. I was just like, we'll just give it a name for now. But it's basically a private security force. It ain't no mufti, because it ain't no temple stuff. This is this is business. Okay. It's a private security force. This ain't no more government. It's business. Okay, and uh, I, and I was on Facebook this week. Uh, hey, I think it was yesterday. Uh, I'm gonna, let me pull it up. And I, I asked this question because I'm like, wait a minute. Like I'm looking at I'm looking at uh I'm looking at this thing online. Not only are they making guns with 3D machines, but they're letting you know that you know. That you could order any hammer that you want over the internet. So I'm like, with all of our brothers and sisters coming home from military service and things of that nature, how is it that we never had, we don't have any kind of private security firms in our community? Like, where, where's, where's our Blackwater, our Titan? You know what I'm saying? Like, where are, where are our shooting ranges at? Because we second, you know, a lot of us uh, are, are legal gun owners. We don't have to apologize about that. Like, a lot of us are legally, you know, gun owners, but we don't have any shooting ranges and things of that nature. And my thing is, like, 
if you if you if you you wearing the camouflage and running around the country or the world for that matter, putting in all of this work for Uncle Sam, decimating uh, uh, nations and things of that nature, you mean to tell me that you can't come home and police your own neighborhood, or you mean to tell me that you can't come home and teach some of the people who are legally, um, you know, firearm owners how to shoot their weapons and protect themselves? That's right. No public awareness campaigns, no no private security firms fighting for bids and whatnot so they could, you know, protect or do whatever these private security firms do. So I salute you on making that move because it only makes sense. It only makes sense. You know, it even, only makes sense. Even if you listen to what's taking place, it is almost in the formation of a government. You cannot form a government unless you got money. Executives and the military, but we ain't got that. This business here, man, this business right now. We ain't talking. I'm just showing you something. Mm-hmm. You can put it together later. So uh, these are the essential elements in having a secure community. So you can walk out your house, and instead of a temple, because this isn't just for more. See, if I would have said some of like Hebrew Israelites, I don't know. Maybe they would have came. But if I would have said black people, it would have been the same black people that come to everything else. So just start with a group. And then hopefully when they see what we're doing, it's open for everybody. Because we understand that even if you carry a different title, you're about your people. So this is for you. This ain't just because we say we Moors. It's just called some of the Moors. You go in Hardee's and they don't say uh, Hardee's 5%ers. You still go in there. You, you understand what I'm saying? People pick and choose to fight shit that ain't even important. Titles. It ain't no titles. It's just it's just something to market, to get people interested in, to see how it works and how it can work. What the end game and the results will be We will have The end game is having economic security To be able to Lobby Issues that we may have politically We don't have to deal with the police Because we have our own police force We can build a school And now we can educate our children With no repercussions There shall be no starvation In these communities Nobody should be broke. Nobody should be hungry. Listen, listen, I don't know if you heard me. Let me break it down again. We can end fucking starvation, man. Okay? Let's say you got 4,000 listeners, and 4,000 of your listeners live in 20 of these communities broken down. Why are you going to be hungry when we got farms? How are you not going to have a job when we have stores? And we have micro-manufacturing warehouses. We need people to drive and distribute them. We need salesmen. We need telemarketers. We need people online. We need people to write brochures. You understand? This is all based off from the farm. It's all built upon itself. We're doing what Obama can't do. We're doing what the governors can't do. Because we're doing it based on our own self-determination. 
when you realize they don't respect you or your dollar, all you have is yourself. But don't just look at yourself. Build yourself. Invest in yourself. So if we got two city blocks, man, of 50 people, we can literally brag about none of these 50 people will ever go hungry. They'll never go broke because they own these businesses. They own stocks. They own land on five different continents because it's done by a group. I can't say this is what the Jews do. I don't know what the hell they do. I ain't studied that right now. I don't know what they do. But I'm saying this is a feeling of what can work. You can still have your individual thing, but you still can be a part of the collective as well. And if it's working, you don't you don't try to fix it. You just duplicate it. That's why the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was on Time Magazine as one of America's most powerful men because he had franchises. He brought that fish in, man. He created farms. You see? But I don't know if the... I, but see, here's the thing. I don't know if those followers had stock in it. You see what I'm saying? On this and this thing, the Moore's Equity Group will be one of the most powerful groups in the country versus uh, Blue Pill, Red Pill, some of the most powerful... You know, You understand what I'm saying? Instead of an individual, it'll be a group of people who are powerful. We don't need any more uh, Tiger Woods or Renfrews. We need the groups to have that money. We can open up our schools in Africa if we want to. Eventually, that's the next. That's one of the next phases to go there and show them how to show how to capture rainwater. I know people saying they're doing it over there, but I don't think they're doing it on the scale that we're going to do it at. We're going to go to where we need to go at. Show them exactly what we're doing so that they can do it and, and you know, create the self-sustainability. To grow where normally you wouldn't grow. You ready for these phone lines, brother? Let's get it, baby. I'm born ready, so I ain't got to get ready. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Let's spin the wheel. Got a lot of hands up. Uh, okay. All right. I see it. Let's go to the 202. Okay. Let's go to the 202. Call up from the 202-699. Call up from the 202-699. Peace. Hello? Hello? Yes, greetings. Hey. On there. Yeah. I did not know I was going to air, and I did not press one. <laughs> oh, my apologies, then. But okay. peace, peace, and love, anyway. Yes, indeed. Peace and love to you as well. Please do continue listening and spread the good word, you know. Your brother's bringing forth some monuments for Okay. And you are in the, uh, in the MDV area, Maryland, D.C., Virginia. Yes, I am. I'm right well, here. Maryland, Maryland okay. got some very fertile land, 
You know what I'm saying? There'll be a very farmland out there. Yes, even though I'm in the district, that's a good reminder that, yes, Virginia, Maryland. There's going to be a busload coming from your area, sis, if you want to come to the summit. You're bringing a bus from from Maryland. And you can register. It's all free at summitofthemoors.com, summitofthemoors.com. And that will be coming from your area. It's a busload, tour busload. Wow. I know somebody that's supposed to be speaking there, I think. Sister Fatima Shabazz, is she speaking? Yes, yeah, she be there. She's online listening. Yeah, we've been we've been talking about that. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it. Maybe well, she need ground well, she, you you you're right ground, we can get you a ticket, you're gonna make it? I got a crew with me. I got five children. We all gotta come. We're gonna have to so, put them in right. the luggage. I don't know if we can <laughs> we want the babies to be there because this is a family affair. Normally, it's just like a bunch of dudes, and you know, this ain't no boys' club. It's a family affair. Well, there's no coincidences because I know I didn't hit one, so maybe that's my call. There you go. Give thanks, Carla. Um, okay, peace. Continue to tune in. Peace. Okay. We're going to go to the 313. Let's go to the 313-742-313 caller. Peace. Peace and blessings. Peace. This is your um, sister, Naija Bay, and um, I heard the brother speak about Detroit, so I wanted to get on and say um I spent the last seven months in Alabama learning um, some different farming techniques. And when I came back to Detroit in June, I was shocked. I had never seen so many Europeans in Detroit. I'm talking about the hood, the ghetto of Detroit. So um, they're like coming in by the caravans on Saturday just buying up land. That's like right. crazy. And it's, it's other nationalities, too. So while the media is portraying Detroit as this, you know, don't, it's just horrible, everybody else can see it. You can get a property, $1,800, no back taxes. And I'm not talking about the properties that are broken down. I'm talking about brick homes, 1800 no back taxes, no back water. And when you I buy need that you. property, I'm about, Excuse me? Make a list, email it to me so we can all get that. We need to get those as well. Week. I already had a list. I'll definitely send it to you um tomorrow. Okay. Um the area that I want everybody to focus on is by the riverfront in Detroit. This is where they're coming in buying that. It's still land. It's we can buy schools here for five thousand dollars. Barbershop mm. two thousand. Warehouses, so many, many warehouses, 1500 2000 I'm talking about we can literally buy eight blocks of properties here. They're doing it. So we could just come together. You know, me and, my, and a couple of the sisters, we've been doing it on a, a smaller scale, but if we could just get more people to get, everybody should come here and buy property. It's every, I don't even know what you call it. But you can like pull your boats up to it, 
right off the river, they're selling that for two thousand, three thousand. Wow. You can get a you can get a mansion here in Detroit for like six thousand. Stop you playing. Hit buy. the bomb. Hit the bomb on that. <laughs> oh yeah, I got you. I'm sorry. I'm 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 like. I'm remembering. I was putting this information out on um, Facebook, and they they shut me down completely. So I just I want to I just wish I could show the brothers and sisters just how many people are coming here and just buying it up. And it, we still have some. If you buy up, um, we you have a lot of email us the pictures and the information, and we'll put it on Know the Ledge, and we'll force it on Facebook. Yeah, you said it. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely going to do that because they're they're promoting the urban agriculture here. So they're providing tractors. They're providing. If you want to grow, oh. they're helping you. They have a lot of, of the aquaponics going on in the um, warehouses. If you buy a, a property and right next to it is an abandoned lot, you can buy that for twenty dollars. So it's a lot of blocks where it's one house. You can buy each of those vacant lots for twenty dollars on that whole block. Hey, can you take my number down real quick? Okay, can you take my number down? This is uh, I want to talk to you offline and uh, strategize. My number is seven zero six. Okay. Two eight four. Two eight four. Nine eight zero eight. Nine eight zero eight. Okay, yeah, say it one more time for me. Seven zero six two eight four. Mhm. Nine eight zero eight. Okay, I'll give you a call text, tomorrow. Text me your name real quick, so I can lock you in. You see, this okay. this this is where strategizing come in at. See, it'll be it it'll be good for us to go and invest in back into Detroit as a group. And we have control of a particular area, like the Jews have control of Broadway or the jury district. And mm-hmm. I think we, we can do it. Break that down. We can definitely do it. So, you know, we look into an area that has a commercial strip along with residential in that same spot. And that's the area that you say, okay, boom, now I can walk to work. I can, you know what I'm saying? I can walk to that corner store. And we know. Who has those stores and those those venues? We do. It's so many. You can pick from the east, from the west, north, south. It's all over Detroit. Just those little mini uh, marts where they have all those, you know the different businesses. You can buy a strip of those for like five thousand. I mean, like what happened? Different did stores. The, I know they filed bankruptcy. Did the people leave there or something? Or I mean, or I, clearly they didn't just start. Uh, um, things didn't just start leaving. Like, how long has that been going on in Detroit? I don't know how long it's been going on. It's just been a slow trend where the people are, a lot of the, um, what is that, Section 8 and stuff, was they would give it to you in the suburbs. So while the um, Asiatic people are moving to the suburbs, the Europeans are coming back into Detroit because they want to be by the water. And That's right. um, myself, I'm, I'm on the east side. So what I'm starting to see is they're like circling the the hood with five hundred thousand dollar houses, three hundred thousand dollar condos, 
So the the goal, I mean, pretty soon you won't be able to afford to live in Detroit. Well, you That's know, why we this move now. That white, what they originally the whitewashing of most communities in the country, everybody followed. They follow the European out there in the suburbs. And then what people don't realize is the inner city is the crown jewel of every city outside of being on waterfront because it is centralized to be um, convenient to go in any direction at any point in time. Jump, you're closer to the interstates. You're closer to wherever you need to go. But, but what happened to us is we felt that economic downfall, and so the whole area became depleted and dilapidated. And so the Europeans were like, oh, shit, well, we got suburbs. Then they got suburbs for the suburbs. And so when the property became dilapidated, the price went down. So now it's easier to go back and get these homes at pennies on the dollar. And that's ha- this is happening everywhere. Our people have allowed the best spots in all the cities to not only be dilapidated but lose the property. And so now they're scrambling. And they're being some some people basically getting like a one way ticket out of town. They have to find other areas to go. Mm-hmm. And I I do say go to Detroit. I'm I'm with you on that. But I say go as a group. I mean we can go. You know I can go and go and get some. But a warehouse warehouse is definitely is definitely. Yeah, hard. I definitely want to send you some. Um, you gotta just see it because I don't think people really understand. So I'm gonna just send send you the pictures and you can see it for yourself. They have tons of warehouses. Clubs, bars, just even the historic homes they're selling. So I'll definitely keep in contact with you. Absolutely. Peace and love. Islam, sister. Oh, Islam. Islam. Peace. It reminds me, um, last time we were in Detroit, Sister Abundance drove. We, 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 we packed it in. We all drove up to Detroit. To attend a Valentine lecture, and um, just being in Detroit, being around the family, you know what I'm saying, and me taking notice to just the fact that it was a food desert in, in a particular area that we were in, and um, you know, I was just like, so much could be done here, you know, but people really got to be willing to put some work in, you know what I'm saying, to get out there and put that work in. You know. I'm glad you mentioned food deserts because that's also part of the whole thing of having a farm, utilizing these terminologies that brings in money. But first we got to finance it ourselves. Then you bring in the outside money. Yes. But I noticed that, uh, yeah, you know, the, the highways, the highways and the byways were, were accessible. Everything was right there. And, in Michigan, you know, it's Detroit is surrounded by a lot of rural, you know, um, agricultural uh, lands or what have you. So you definitely get something popping off that. You know, you just got to have a plan. got to know exactly what you want to go in there and do. It's doable. It's beyond doable. All mm-hmm. right? Definitely. Let's go to the caller from the 614. Caller from the six one four three zero one six one four caller. Oh, I'm just listening. I did not press one. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I 
Hi, can you hear me? Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, we can. Peace. Well, peace. What's going on, KTL, Red Pill, Blue Pill? And the guest speaker, who I, I didn't catch her name. Gallo Siku. Okay, nice to hear from you. I'm Andrea out of Ohio. I didn't press one. I was just listening. And I just think everything is off the chain about, oh, yeah. you know, how much <laughs> how much it costs to get property in Detroit. But I, I I didn't press one. I'm still listening and fascinated and want to get involved however I can. Indeed. Thank you. So please continue to listen. Um, Definitely. Check the brother's website out if you can. Definitely attend the Summit of Moors. Uh, you know, yes. follow up on the information that the sister Shan about Detroit. You know, because oh, yeah. Ohio's not too far from it. No, heck no. Get it in. <laughs> a few hours, a few hours away. You can have something there, something oh. right here, you know. I want to share some information with you about Ohio. Um, you know, when when the uh, the Nape and the Adena and the Hopewell Indians, you know, occupied that land, Ohio was one of the main agricultural points of the country. It was it was like main vein. And even now, Ohio is one of the main places where they have one of the biggest seed banks. Wow. And Ohio Ohio has some of the most uh, you know, original seeds. And the, the way that they utilize Serpent Mound, they use, utilize Serpent Mound to create a lot of lightning in that area. So that lightning that they created utilizing Serpent Mound, they use that to ionize the atmosphere and Ohio was just green at one point. It was just pure greenery, you know what I'm saying? And that's where yeah. a lot of, uh, you know, original vegetation came from, a lot of vegetation that's native to that Ohio area. So Ohio is a key point. You know, these all these particular points that we find in financial turmoil at this time, or these things to be cutting up like Cleveland and Columbus. Yeah, Cleveland. I'm from Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, those are the key agricultural points. These are the places where we really need to refocus and rededicate our attention to. We just have to get in contact with the spirit of those lands, you know what I'm saying, and stop turning our backs to them. Even when industry falls by the wayside, you know what I'm saying, like the steel industry or what have you, we got to get back to the agriculture of these places. Agriculture is what these places were originally known for. And that's where the spirit is strongest. So to the Ohio family, y'all need to stand up because you are in prime real estate right underneath your feet is where we need to be. Yeah, I'm from East Cleveland, so this, I feel the same way that she um, expressed about Detroit. There's a lot of dilapidated rundown and nice, big mansion-like houses in East Cleveland, and they're they're going for cheap. Yeah, so. we, we, you know, we're going to get it together and we're coming for all that, you know what I'm saying? All right. So, definitely stay on point for the Ohio family, giving y'all a shout-out. Give thanks. Again, yeah. you know, I don't know what press number one, but everything's happening. Yeah, I don't you. know. It's weird. I'm just listening. So, y'all take care and keep up um, what you're doing, and we're going we gonna to get on it. Absolutely. Give thanks. Peace. Okay, um, peace. Okay, 
I don't know what's going on with this retrograde, but there's <laughs> a lot of a lot of hands up. I'm hoping that some of these people press one. Let's go to another caller. Caller from the seven eight seven. Caller from the seven eight seven nine seven four. Nine seven four caller. Peace. Caller from seven eight seven. Please. Please. Did, did you press one? Hey, boss, huh? Seven eight seven. Get boss on the radio. Get boss on. Get boss on. Get boss on the radio. Hello. Is this get boss on? Bien, bien, y tú? Yeah, claro. Hermano. Familia, familia. I love what you people do, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Tell your hermano, tell your hermano we said peace too. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah, we were here a while ago. We were in court today. No doubt. Tell the family we said peace. Thanks to you, brother. All right. One. Uh, All right, brother. Peace. Oh, oh, before you head off, you know that cilantro, you want to talk about cilantro, you mean cilantro, culantro, and you could have, and you could have, there's all the spices that I have in, 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 under my belt that I, that I can do. It's like a form of, a form of sofrito. You could make some wonderful sandwich with it. Yes. You know? Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, I love it. As a matter of fact, culantro, the, I mean, the, the culantro, uh, you could use it for uh, the female that have power with, with uh, the, cre- you know, the, the thing from the menstruation. She could use mm-hmm. it for that. Okay, for the what? Uh, the cilantro. Yeah, the long leaves, the long leaves, they call it the cilantro. I can use it for, for menstruation as a tea. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're taking a, what we're doing with the herbs, too. The sister down in Miami turned me on to uh, the solar extractions where you take the herbs and you sit in the water and you sit it out in the sun for 40 days to get that extract out of the herbs. So this is also what we're doing. Like, we got some echinacea growing. We got some um, fenugreek, some other things growing for medicinal purposes. So we need to be growing our own herbs as well. But this is small scale. We're going to get it on a larger scale. We're going to bag it up, dry it out. So you don't have to get from that other health food store no more. We're growing That's that. Who, who, who is speaking right now? Who's speaking? This is G.O.D. in the building. No, this is Dallas. <laughs> Oh, the auto. Oh, okay. You, oh, you're the brother that did with agriculture. Yes, sir. And where are you? Are you in Florida? I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, okay. That's a 706 number? That's right. I'm going to give you a call, brother, but we need, we need to get to that. Call me. Yeah, yeah, because I'm going to do some stuff with Borinke. Maybe I'm going to get some knowledge from you how to do the aquaponics and all that some good stuff. Yes, yes. It's Okay. Because I have a brother down uh, in Body King that he's an excellent, he has, he has a whole variety of herbs for healing purposes. Don't forget, different different areas of the land, of, of the earth, especially they have herbs in the Caribbean. You have right. herbs over here to healing process. Like, for example, Anabu, Janssen, and what they call it, Guanabana, which is South Top. There's a treatment for cancer patients. Sour stop. Yes, sour yes. Yeah, they call it guanamana. Yes, well, yes, yes. Yo, 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 guanamana, the little green joint. Is it green? Yeah. Yes. I, do you have any? I, I got that. They got it. Yo, in Miami, I brought one up from Miami. I also brought back, uh, I brought back the uh, the bitter melon, which cures diabetes. I took the seeds out of that. We got that. I, we planted the guamana trees. We got the orange trees. They were growing sour sap in Miami when you were down there? Oh, the backyard, man, in the backyard. No. Oh. The, the, I, had a, I had a little situation with, with my moringa with my trees, right? But I learned from this guy when you do compost, right? You take the compost and you, you put it right on top because... Moringa has a tendency that they, they it don't eat from the from the bottom of the soil, it eats from the top. So sometimes your trees, 
it's, it, it goes smaller. But you want to get thick after a while, you got you got to throw cup ball once in the blue moon or, or, or just run around it. And that should do the trick so it can get healthy. Okay. okay. Uh, let, me, let me let me ask you a question, Blue Pill. I got I got yes. the sister uh, for team. She's on the line. Can we bring her in? Oh yes, we can. She's uh seven eight six. Peace, family. Peace, brother. Call hey, me. Peace, Moreno. I uh, will do. All right, brother. That's long. Peace. Okay. Let me uh. Peace. Let me go and see 786. There we go. Okay, with no further ado, caller from the 786, 786603. Caller. Peace. Peace, peace, family. How y'all doing? All is well. Greetings. Hi. I'm so excited. I love it. I love this show. I love everything that's being discussed. And I am so excited about the Summit of the Moors, August 16th to the 18th, going on down here in Jacksonville, Florida. Yes. Tell us yes, about. Please. Tell me. Tell them about that tree the brother was just talking. The guamana. The the guanabana. Yes. Oh yes, we we have it down here. Um, like Diallo said, we have it growing um, just in the backyards. You know. Uh, my family, my people, it's uh, one of the fruits that we grow here, down here, uh, alongside with the, the jackfruit. Trees getting a lot of trees and getting a lot of press as of lately. It's the business, definitely. The Guanabana, it's a nutritional powerhouse, along yes. with the bitter melon, and just so many other exotic fruits that can be grown in this region. That's why I'm so excited about the Morris Eastside Farm coming to South Florida. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes. Tell them about, tell them about that, yo, the, the coral, the coral aspect in Miami is one of the reasons why the things are so abundant in, in Miami, Florida. The water... We went to a hole that they're blowing. They literally, they're, they're blowing using dynamite to blow a hole in, and it's water. I put it on Facebook. The water's like a Tiffany blue. Okay, you know it's light blue. This this water was Tiffany, but we know water doesn't have color. But because of the minerals, it was. No, no, yeah, yeah. We we just came from the Grand Caymans, and this is a vision that I share. Often when I speak to brothers about that Caribbean water, they have the water looks like blue jello. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's so blue. It's like a royal, royal blue. You literally right, right. put your knife in it and cut and just start eating it. You know what I'm saying? But, of course, you know, when you pick the water, the water is clear, you know, but that mineral content is, 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 is key. And if somebody such as myself that... We spent some years of our youth in St. Croix, where our um, our grandparents are from. And that water out there is so mineral rich. <laughs> you know, you can literally get drunk off the water. You just sit there, just yeah. just going in it's on like, that water all day. 
it's certain parts of Florida, man, uh, St. Pete, Clearwater, Florida, where the water's straight, clear, beautiful. Right here in Florida. But that Miami water, I bought it, I drank it right out of my hand. I was like, this, I'm about to taste this. I bought it up and drank it. It's straight. It's what it's what called living water. I was impressed. I was like, yo, t- took me some cores home. I was like a tourist in my own state. <laughs> But uh, I right. What's, what's, I don't know if you, I'm sure that you would want to share with the rest of the family. What is your um Facebook so we can go and see some of those pictures, brother? It's under my name, Dalo Saku, D I A L L O S E K O U. Now you'll find a few Dalo Sakus. But I put my face. It's just I got a big head, so I take up most of the profile pictures. So it's ice skin head. <laughs> just it face like an almac head is mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so please do tell us some more about you know South Florida and the services that are provided. Um, do you have a is, is it a farm that you have down there, sister? No, I do not have a farm down here, but I do work with the Organic Farmers Market Society of South Florida. So I have had my hand in all of the green movement here in South Florida. One of the biggest agricultural grants was given to Earth Learning Farmers Projects here in South Florida um, about two years ago. Um, over a billion dollars, the grant was supposed to uh, provide support for urban settings, um, which is exactly what it did not do. And we all know that the green movement is something that many people are uh, capitalizing on, have already been capitalizing on, and I'm just really excited about what it is that we're doing right now with the Morris Eastside Farms because it's like perfect timing. It's perfect timing for us to get in and make our imprint and do what we do what we need to do and make sure that everything is being given back to the people and we're creating this economic system for ourselves and sustainable living for ourselves. And just setting the template and the foundation that we really need. Tell us Tell us one of the things you'll be touching on at the summit about how food heals, sister. Well, one of the things that I'll be going into is um, basically how we have to let our food be our medicine. As simple as that, let our food be our medicine. And, you know, get away from everything that's packaged, processed, canned, and you know, all this, this microwave instant gratification mentality that we have that's causing us to become so diseased and sickened and really just getting back to the earth, connecting with the divine, putting our hands in the soil, doing what we are naturally innately just born to do, and making that direct connection back to uh, Mother Earth, you know, becoming uh, one with our food and really just, because food changes everything. It changes everything. If you look at, uh, for instance, um, uh, J.P. Morgan and Chase, and, you know, they they create Procter & Gamble. They create all of these products that you see on the shelf. 
but they are also um, creating this 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 SNAP and food stamp program. So it's like they have this monopoly set up where they create this Frankenstein food, then they create this invisible money, and the only right. thing that you benefit from this is sickness and illness and disease from the genetically modified or just the, the processed food that does not contain any cosmic information. It, it doesn't have any light cold frequencies, anything that's going to sustain or maintain you and elevate you, and it's going to completely just separate your connection from the divine. And, you know, when we're nutritionally depleted, that is, I believe, food, when we're nutritionally just lacking, that is like the core of so many things in in terms of violence. And and it feeds into their uh, medical industry, you know, the disease and sickness. It feeds into the prison industrial complex. You know, when you're when right. you're always in survival mode because you're not thinking straight and properly. So us really getting back to our food, our food sources, controlling our food, growing our food, it changes everything. Absolutely. I, I like to, I call them, you know, the twin pillars, malnutrition and dehydration, you know. Mm. And the company that I have formulated, you know, that's 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 what I'm attacking personally. I've dedicated my life to tackling that two, that two-headed monster. So, uh, again, you know, what I'm saying I'm honored just to be in the presence of the collective of you two, and you know, the unit that you represent that is bringing forth this awareness and is bringing forth these solutions. And I can't wait to. Uh, Introduce you to members of my community and my network as well that are doing the same. We just need to connect our thoughts and connect our minds. And, you know, everybody has access to these key regions. I know South Florida. Hmm? I'm sorry to cut you, but I was saying we connected. Remember at the Dr. Umar Johnson um, lecture that they had down here in Miami? I had, um, you guys were uh, asking people to donate any type of uh, media, computer, software, and I had to no- donate it, uh, the computer. Right. Oh, okay. Red, red, red. Yeah, hello? Yeah, I think it was red. I was, yeah, you was down here at that event. Yeah, and you and you, you were with your brother. Yeah, I was with my brother, Farad, yeah. Indeed. PCR, how's everything? All is well. Okay. I'm down here again. I'm back down here. So we definitely have to uh, link up and build. But, yes, you definitely um, came through with the printer and the computer and everything. And, you know, you, you know, we definitely we, we benefited off of that. I'm in the office right now with it. So, That's what's up. <laughs> no doubt. Indeed. So, yes, you see how small this world is. And it's good to see that you're active, and it's good to see that you're still doing what you got to do. Um, as a matter of fact, I want to connect you with uh, a sister that I know that I'm doing business with in Miami Shores, and she's doing something in October for the um, for the farmers market that's down there. And she's a grant writer, and you know, and and it's just a lot of things that are on the table. Just like you were talking about with that whole green um, economy 
that, uh, you know, I'm just keeping it 1,000, like the Caucasians is raping it, you know what I'm saying? Like they're going in and they are milking the money that's allocated for our neighborhoods based Thank off you. of that whole green thing. You know what I mean? The same way that they milked the New Age, the same way that they milked our recipes and opened up Whole Foods, like they're just taking everything and just running. They monetize all of our ideas and run with it, you know, so yep. I, I'm, I'm going to introduce you. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, this is where we come in and take control of the destiny. Of course. They, frame, they, they open up them little things, them little community gardens, and they gone in two years. They don't create some jobs for themselves, and they out. Yeah, they get that money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they stick around as long as, as they have to for that grant money. They find ways to transfer it and do other things, and they're out of there. You know what I mean? So it's still a hustle. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, they're not coming in to improve anything. They're coming in for grant money, you know, and they are they are they know about certain things that we may not be privy to because they sit on these boards. This is all family and friends, you know, you know, just giving each other uh, favors and whatnot, and they come in and they get that free money. So it's time for us. Like, yeah, they 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 know how to like. Obama's speech today, any grand writer knows. <laughs> the language you know, that he was, yeah, with the, the language, language that he used, the, the grand writers got busy. Strings. Yeah, exactly. To open up their purse strings and make all sorts of funds available for the inner city youth. The hot button topic next year is going to be your little black children getting funding to do things, you know what I'm saying, that Obama's talking about doing keep them off the streets, but guess who's going to be lined up to get that grant money? Yes. They, they are. Yes. Check this out. Gay white men. This, this, this is why Urban Geoponics is a non-profit. Listen to the title. That's the title we yes. coined. Trademark. Urban Geoponics. Right? I, I was Urban. about to salute you on that. I've seen it on your page. It immediately okay. resonated with me. Okay. What happens is, here's the game. Here's the game, but here's also the truth. We work with veterans, right? Because yes. there is a holistic, therapeutic thing when you're dealing with plant life, when you're gardening, when you're farming. You aren't thinking about your issues. You're thinking about taking that suckling off that tomato. You're thinking, damn, I've never done this before. I didn't know mangoes grew on trees. You understand? Your whole perspective, and I'm telling you, dude, from the projects, my whole perspective has changed when I got into the agriculture game. Mm-hmm. And even, and check this out, even if you was a former drug dealer, you would see, I need to grow this amount, I need to grow this amount of product, bag it up, distribute it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, Supply same and thing, yeah. Ideology. yeah. Exactly. You take you're the taking up a, a crop. Yeah, you're moving a crop, and, 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 and you're moving it in bulk. The more, you know, if you got that work, if you the plug, then you get more work than the actual, you know, worker, which would be like the stores and whatnot. But you're taking that product to a distributor, and you're bagging it up, you boxing it up, you throwing it in a truck or the trunk, and then you moving it. So exactly. if, if you know, 
<laughs> if brothers and sisters could be so successful on one crop, let's introduce them to a hundred crops. And it, at the end of the day, it still yields a res, it still yields a return. So it's all good. It's very there, there's all- a, yeah. There's a demand for the the same demand that they got for for purple. Is the same demand that they got for corn. I don't, you know what I mean, or more. It's 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 more of a command for corn. Exactly. For we got that perp, but it's purple basil. (laughs) 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 You heard? I feel you. I feel you. (laughs) Yo, we got that drove, but it's hydrocolic greens. I'm just saying, we got that. We got that. I got it. <laughs> what? So, so, so here's the other thing. Not only working with the veterans is very good being uh, in America, and it looks very good on paper. You know, the elderly can come out. It's therapeutic. We take the children. They come out and get to plant, get to the, the, the harvest. They get to taste where the food comes from. They realize it doesn't just come from Winn-Dixie, Publix, and Kroger. They right. take the with and all this stuff like that. So important. when you yeah. put all that when you when you put all that on paper, oh it's beautiful. And guess what? When you put it on paper and say that it's funded by yourself, not by anybody else, we've up and operating. Like people came out there yesterday and was like, Oh man, how long have you been doing this? Six months. What? Yeah, we we're not playing. This is an aggressive movement. We just, it's enough. We've been sitting down following other people's dreams and visions. This is an aggressive movement. Get up and get it done, man. That's it. That's it. If y'all now, there's somebody else. My man Sundiata who'll be on the summit. He's on the line. If you can bring him in. Okay. Five five, six one. All right. Let me go surfing. He's out there in Tallahassee. Yeah, I don't, I don't see a five six one brother. If you're on the line, please press the number one, and I will bring you into the bill. Y'all call soon. Y'all the Black Jesus. Hmm. He don't like. <laughs> He's a roster man, light skin with the light eyes, with the long locks. <laughs> oh yeah, that's Jesus right there. Is it a possibility he could be on any other um, any other line? Um, five, six, one. How about five zero two? Let me see. Let me see. Um, not as five zero two either. Now, yeah, five six one five zero two. You need to press one. Yeah, brother, if you would us, please press the number one on your phone, so it can register you to call queue. But yeah, man, we um we got we you know we we're gonna also have a few other surprises at the summit too. We got a uh, you know normally we record it. We record the information we want to put out, but then we you know we set the cameras down and we have a real conversation, and we also drop certain jewels that I just don't like promoting out in public because then you know you get bombarded with oh well, what about this, 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 this you know I don't I don't get into that paperwork magic magic. Oomfu oomfu stuff, but mm-hmm. I got I got I got a serious team 
that works, that that does this. And so we have what I just I like to just call it private side sessions where we'll just go over stuff. And I'll be going over some trust and equity stuff because a lot of our people been getting caught up in the law aspect. And when you deal with law, that's legal. That's not real. The law was built upon equity that runs Mm -hmm. side by side with common law. But it's common law that has harsh consequences. Equity does not. Equity does with the substantive. Substantive. That's the real you. The law deals with the legal you. And this is another point about people pointing us in other directions because it's popular. Mm-hmm. Equity. Equity are nothing but principles out of Africa. If you've ever done a tour in Washington with uh, with Anthony Broder or Anthony Broder. Yes, I have. He showed, he showed those faces on the building. And... Those oh you know what let me let me bring it back I'm gonna have Earl Mitchell there. Earl Mitchell is my brother coming out of Atlanta. He discovered something in Washington D.C. streets that nobody discovered, and he's gonna reveal it first at the summit of the Moors. It don't have anything to do well that's not true. It is tied into exactly what we're doing, but it is a presentation I want people to see first and then the book is going to follow that Anthony Broder did the forward in but it's it's something in Washington D.C. streets that are going it's going to blow your way back and you're going to get it's all free it's all free mm-hmm. man right now brother if you don't mind I, I see a hand that just went up in a call queue I think this is a this is, this is one of my elders and this would be a perfect Time for him to chime in on this conversation. The caller from the five one six, caller from the five one six nine three nine five one six caller nine three nine caller. Peace, 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 Red Pill, Red Pill, guest speaker. I knew that was you, bro. <laughs> I was hey, all along the conversation. What? I was hoping that you was definitely tuned in. That's what my brother, that, the guest speaker, the guest speaker, brother, has really shaken up America tonight. That brother from Jacksonville, he is really shaking the foundation of the vibration of the number eight. Yes. I'll, be sending, I'll put that check in the mail tomorrow, brother. That's right. That's right. The sister that's on the line, Sister Fatima, and the sister from Detroit, and the sister from Ohio. That combination alone, brother, has taken this whole country. That's right. They They have empowered our people so much within the hours of this program being aired until like in the mornings when our people wake up, they're going to feel something new that has been sounding around their aura. Mm. Mm. This program is very, very powerful tonight. I mean, it is. Brother, like, I mean, like, I'm so excited just by hearing these brothers and sisters talking about some of this empowering information. Where you can go and buy a mansion in Detroit for $1,800. Brother, $1,800 worth of sneakers in the closet. True. 
Gas you know, money. It's, it's, this is so, and this is said if you buy a property and there's an empty lot next door, I don't think people are really paying attention. You can buy it for $20. $20. $20? But see, guess what? The thing about the Detroit being bankrupt is the thing to tell the Europeans to go and buy the land up. That's see, right. See, right, we think that it's a negative that it's the inner city and black people really don't know what's going on, but that was a conspiracy from the beginning was to first was to devalue the property so they could come back in and buy for pennies on the dollar. They've done that throughout Washington, D.C. Listen, Capitol Hill, Georgetown, once belonged to It belonged to the Moors. Now look who it belongs to. You go there now, they'll write you a ticket just by looking at your car window. You see, that's, that thing has been happening to us for over, over the centuries throughout this country. You, the brother said, look, the Seminoles even copied our dress code. So, you know, this thing is, is so evident of how the brother has done the research, and he's telling the people the foundation of our historical facts. And, and nobody is coming back and even challenging him because all of this information is true. The biggest secret about the Moors is that they don't want the masses to know about it. They want to rock our people to sleep and tell us that freedom is in civil rights. Civil deals with laws of equity. If anybody just look it up, there's no such animal as a civil right. No such thing. Those cats, those, uh, those window-dressing people that's walking around the country pushing that, that agenda is getting paid to keep our people asleep. Well, all of a sudden, when something happens to one of our people, nobody never talk about human rights, as the brother mentioned. Everybody started talking about civil rights and started rallying and throwing signs up and putting their fingers up in the air. And nobody never said nothing about human rights. Think about this here. Out of the 190-something nations that's, that's recognized by the Union, how is it that the so-called people that would call themselves African-American is not recognized or not even supported by any of those 197 other nations? Because we sit up and say that we're African-Americans. That's not a nation. That's just a that's just a thing. That's all it is. It's just a title. It has no validity and no credence on the earth. That's a joke. People need to like sooner they all shop and come on, we need to tune them out. Jesse Jackson come on, tune them totally out. That's old dead energy. That energy worked for a moment. They've been able to eat, send their children to college and so that jig is over. That time is over. It's the new people that's coming out now, that's eating the right food, thinking right doing the right things that we should be doing all the time, being in tune with what our nature is, where our power is. These people want to come in and sell you a box of cereal so that way they can clog you up and rock you back to sleep. Because look at the people that are leading the civil rights movement. Look at how they look. Do they look healthy? To me, they look real sick. They look sick. Who would who follow somebody that looked like that? And I'm not trying to be taking a shot at nobody, but those brothers don't even look healthy. They look sick. But see, you know what? I'm not Sagittarius to Jupiter. I ain't going to hold it back. I'm going to say it if, even if I say it wrong. Maybe somebody will help me to get it right. You have to help us to get it right. But somebody got to plant the seed somewhere. This energy has got to start to manifesting itself. And the guest speaker tonight and the sisters and the supporting cast that has come on tonight has definitely put that type of energy force in effect right now. And the universe knows it because it knows it's in their spirit and in their hearts. Because the brother came on first talking about food. He knows that the... Uh-oh. 
Didn't shut him down. Oh, man. Damn. Brother man got clipped. Yeah, man. I, <laughs> if I if I personally gotta, you know, put him in the whip with me, I'm bringing Brother Mid to the summit of the Moors, man. He he is a uh, you know a brother. That, you know he he initially introduced me to this information more than a decade ago, and you know he he. He disappeared off the scene because there was no work being done. You know what I'm saying? People were blowing hot air. And he's recently reemerged with a, a whole fire and a vigor. And, you know, for him to, you know, to call in to hear brothers and sisters such as yourself, you know, the young Moors stepping up with comprehensive plans and tactics and strategy. You know, I know that that brother is, 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 is thoroughly charged. You know what I'm saying? It's thoroughly charged. He just talked himself right off the phone. He got that much energy mm-hmm. in him right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, but... I did, be all right. you know, I just... We're well, just like that in our corner. We're going to be all right. I did the exact Dang same goals. thing. I was on electric circuit, and I was doing what I thought was you know, breaking new information versus, you know, coming on and saying the same thing other people, you know, were saying. I have something very popular called the Federal Slave Trade Exposed. It's on YouTube. I always put every lecture I do online. And I stopped. I did a lecture with uh, Taj where I I debunked that more on the back of the $2 bill thing. It's a falsehood. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I introduced an economic plan because I was like, yo, how how is it all these conscious people, even people calling themselves Moors, don't have a, no one's talking economics. It's just like the civil rights. All you do is talk about civil rights and God and praying saying songs. All the Moors is just talking about was just law and astrology. Nigga, we need some money. <laughs> How y'all going to run a government and you ain't got no damn money? You going to make money off of selling cards? Books? Hmm. We need industry. Or for traffic tickets. You know, we need industry, man. We need game. We need volume. The product has to be in volume. You flood the market with it. It's the best product at the lowest price. And it's going to heal you. Then we can get into constructing homes, off-the-grid homes. Everybody's on that, not just Moors. Everybody's on that. They want what we have. They want that land that we have. They want this melanin. We'll bottle up and sell it to you, baby. You can get it. (laughs) We got, you want some hope? Okay, we'll cut it off the tree, put it in a box, and sell it to you. If they want it. If they, it's organic. It's real. <laughs> it's real. But, you know, we, you know, so I stopped teaching. I was like, I stopped lecturing because I was like, this is, you know, I got, I kept getting the same questions over and over. So I put out a little book. Yeah, just go and download the book. It's like, fine, I go and get that. You have to ask me. Then I was like, well, if we're talking about being independent, I don't see any independent movements, movements. I just see a bunch of teaching. 
the teacher at some point got to get out of the class or the student got to get out of the class and start uh, application. You know, the teaching right. has to be applicable. Yeah. If you're going to teach, I always ask anybody that that get into all these, all they do is just go and hear people talk, talk, talk. Uh, I don't even know what I call them. They're almost like groupies, like conscious groupies. You know, they just, oh, I just heard it. And you ain't applying nothing. Or you're just regurgitating what you heard. But see, at some point, you have to you have to elevate that app, that information to applicable information. It has it has to be like I said in the beginning. So it has to be measurable. What this guy, for example, one of these popular uh, teachers, who I definitely don't f with no more, charging forty five five stacks, and all you do is talk for two and three hours, boring a nigga to death, trying to sell somebody something. I expose him later if he say anything about me. I blow his, I blow him out of the water. Okay, I can't. You know he came to the sum. You know, listen, the man, my man came to the summit. My my father asked him, "Hey, we'd like to bring you here, man. Um, what's it cost?" You know what he said? Oh, this group here can't afford me. Really? Wow. First of all, to disrespect my father because he don't know my father's a real revolutionary. He, <laughs> you know. So anyway. I said, okay. And my father told me, I said, oh, okay, I definitely ain't messing with this dude no more. I ain't co-signing nothing. Nothing. You don't do nothing but talk anyway. Because if you was a doer, you would have been doing it. You won't You won't brag about, and no, none of these guys shouldn't be bragging about 35 years of teaching. <laughs> okay? But we need where the builders that's, at. That's the same thing the brother made Came on the program talking about he's like these dudes been around thirty years, you know, with, with the dog and pony show, regurgitating the same conversation and information. And people, you know, why they not flying at this point? Okay, right, we should not listen. If we take this energy, we don't need thirty years. This is a, what we laid out in January was a twenty-five year agenda. Let's say we just put five good years. In agriculture, another five years in real estate, another five years in manufacturing. That's fifteen right there. We're running the game. We still got other things to do. We got we got more time. Twenty five years, man. I say, give yourself a five year agenda of not spending money, but concentrating, hold on to your money. Maybe celebrate your birthdays, but just hold on five years. This is this is also your own personal boycott of reinvesting into yourself and in your community. Give yourself five years. Put it back with us. Put it in the Morris Eastside Farm, which is which is developing products, natural products, holistic products that everyone can be a part of. Because this is I don't want people to think this is just about agriculture. Agriculture will be our base. Because it's the base for everything on the planet. Right. Before we got into gold and silver and Federal Reserve notes, I would give you an apple. You would give me a beat. You know, we work like that, and that's how we do it here, man. It's a, it's a brother around the corner from where I'm at who has my man got like half an acre of okra. So now we're gonna have okra in our joint. I gave him herbs. Now he'll grow the herbs that I won't grow over there because. There's no need for us to grow the same herbs. 
I just give him the urge to grow, and I have okra. You, you understand what I'm saying? When 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 restaurants call me and say, "Listen, I need five pounds," I don't have that. I go to him, see, I, and give him the money for it. He don't want that. He said, "Man, it, it ain't." It's an elder. He's a roster. He said, "It ain't about." That. And he's from Miami. He said, "It ain't about that, man. We got to get back to just just sharing." I almost broke down because he, he gave me like a little dollar joint to grow tomatoes. And I was like, how much? He said, like, man, it ain't about that, man. We, we ain't about that. Just, here. You go ahead and do that. Okay. It makes sense. It makes sense. Because, you know, eventually, you know, when you're in an area where it's just us, this is where a broader system, when it's just us, this is when, it's, when it really makes sense. Not when you're trying to eliminate money and broader with the plan. That's not a reality. What's the reality is if you do have a community, everybody got dough, but we ain't got to break we we ain't got to break bread with us on certain things. We can trade certain things, but when we deal internationally and outside of our community, we use we use we got plenty of money because you know we've been circulating that dollar, and it makes so much sense. We can go to Detroit and buy a complex and put families in it that we know need homes. Put the farms around that complex so they don't ever have to go hungry. And then, you know, and then also use it as a commercial farm as well because it costs money to free, you know. There's a saying, there's no, no, you know, uh, the saying is free lunch isn't free. So it costs to be self-sustaining. You can't just feed the homeless. Yeah, and I told, I said, I, I tell people, here's two things I like to use when I use the Bible. I say Jesus was an enabler whether you believe it or not. Okay, he took two fish, two pieces of bread, and he fed the people. He didn't show them how to fish. He didn't show them how to bake that bread. We do. <laughs> we show them how to do that. We show them how to grow that food, man. When they read about Genesis, and they talked about the God walking around in the garden, that's us. That's us. Right. Or, or you know, you can flip it. If you want to philosophize about the God and the devil thing and go back to the snake, the kundalini, which is knowledge and power, which goes back to your ancestors, and somebody flipped it and made that snake the bad guy, though he never hated, caused plagues, killed babies, he didn't do none of that. All he did was told him to do the knowledge. Boom. I'm rambling. I'm gonna, um, no, 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 no. Making all the sense, brother. I want to take two more callers, though, before we call it tonight. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, very quickly, one of my family, poor brother, man, I'm sure that he wanted to share with the family before he got cut off. He does have the PDF download book about how to Become your own bosses and empower yourself, family. You can find that at uh, Red. What is the, the green leaf herbs? <clears throat> green leaf dash or hyphen. Yeah, herbs right. dot com. Yes, family. All right. Go over there. I think the download is ninety nine cents. Okay. Definitely, they've been moving some units, so we just form in the family. The download is available over there, so you can get in tune with that information. 
definitely transform your situation overnight. All right, and we definitely will be seeing you at the summit of the Moors Ball stuff. Let me go to caller from the three four seven nine seven two. Three four seven nine seven two. Caller, peace. Yes, greetings and namaste. Uh, to all the brothers and sisters on the line, I am, you know, uh, what what you are doing is, and I know you're doing this already, you're creating your own reality because, like I've been chanting all along, if you don't create your own reality, someone else will create it for you. That's right. And and so we've been uh, tricked but not licked. Been kicked, but we will rise up because we've done it before. And this whole uh, Trayvon issue is just a catalyst for us to come out of the pimp and gangster system and for us to stop being whores and prostitutes. Yes. The reason why the reason why I say that is because we have contributed a trillion dollars into the the society or the system, but we have no protection and we have nothing to show for it. And it's only we haven't even um, took like even one percent of the trillion dollars. So to me, I analyze that as a pimp and hoe prostitution vibration because the the prostitute does all the work. (laughs) No money. He does all the work or he does all the work and doesn't get, gets crumbs from the table. Whereas the pimp gets all of the resources and that's the type of relationship uh, that has been going on, and it also has been a very abusive relationship as well. So my spirit has been downloading these different ways where people can just, you know, see it for what it is. So that's why I said, you know, um, Trayvon Martin vibration is just a catalyst for transformation. You know, you stop spending with those who don't check for you. If you do, that is showing me that you have a mental illness and you need help. The other thing is the other thing is the the vibration of us uh with with with, with this whole um how can I say this this self not loving who we are, and 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 buying into the fact that we are the minority. If I hear that word, that we are minority again, I am going to go berserk because that's another trick that the so-called families that run things um, has tricked us into calling us minorities. And we are the majority on the planet. So once you see the different tricks and whatnot that have been going on, you wake up and live and you say, oh, man, 
I've been in this abusive relationship for like, okay, 300 years, 500 years, and, you know, you know they wiped out the, the, the indigenous people on the planet just about in North America. And you know by now that the, per, the people within the government, the lawmakers and everything, have an inferior complex. They have an inferior complex uh, within themselves because if they have to play tricks and do manipulations and different that to trick people to say that we are the ma- minority and they are the majority, that's sick. That's a sick mentality. So that's what has been coming, you know, to me and, you know, downloaded through spirit. And, and, and I love what the brothers are doing and the sisters are doing because, like I said in the beginning, if you don't create your own reality, which you can do that, someone else will create that reality for you. <coughs> and I just want to uh, commend the brothers and sisters for doing the work and seeing through the illusion of what's going on. And, you know, I understand that, you know, you you have to get Stay into the matrix, I guess, until you can um, bring yourself out of it. But as a man thinketh, so shall he be. So if you think that you can, you know, uh, create and 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 bring your own currency because that's what you are. Mm-hmm. You are the money. You don't have to go chasing the money because without us putting in the energy and the vibration, nothing can work. Nothing can work. So we are the energy. So it's just reprogramming uh, ourselves into greatness. We did it before. We can do it again, and we shall do it again. And we are not the minority. I mean, we're not. We are the minor, the majority on the planet, not the minority. Okay. So I'm gonna be lining up getting some of that money too, because like. Uh, one of the uh, doctors was saying, I forgot you mentioned his name, uh, he was talking, Power Economics is the, the Claude gentleman. Anderson. Yeah, Claude he said, well, we, yeah, Claude Anderson says, well, where are the the the, the black people? Because they are, the minor, they are the majorities in the city. So where's their money? So as long as you think that you're uh, a minority, there's not going to be any programs there for you. How the, the the pale people are getting all of the resources is because they know or think they are the majority here, and they're not. So a lot of reprogramming that we have to do, a lot of, uh, you know, going and looking at blueprints because the blueprints and the templates are there. Obviously, the brothers on the line are doing a phenomenal job. They're not playing. They're not talking about it. They're being about it. And that's where we have to put love into action because love is a verb. You know, not this Hollywood-style stuff. It is a verb. So, you know, I'm going to do my best to come to the summit you know, I am a, a health professional myself, 
and I work with the energies of crystals and essential oils and sound frequencies, and uh, I do Reiki and spiritual guidance, and um, I bridge all of that together with holistic health because it's mind, body, and spirit, not separated, you know, because, like, the food that you're growing is an energy frequency within itself. So I just bridge all of those things together through the guidance of the inner spirit that dwells in us all. Even Yahashua the Christ said, don't you know we are gods? We forgot about who we are, so now it's time to wake up and live. And thank you very much for allowing me to say what I have to say. And um, I'm going to do my best to come to the summit myself. I'm going to do my very best because I also have land in South Carolina and I need to talk to uh, someone, you know, about that vibration too. So um, love and light, and I'm on Facebook. I'm trying to get everything, wanting to get everything in. So I'm on Facebook, Kofunia Ise, and, you know, I What's your name on Facebook? K-U-F-U-N-Y-A-I-F-E. Um, uh, let, uh, Blue Pill and, and Red Pill, they're my friends, so you can look me up, and I'm, I post a lot of positive information that people can use in yeah. real time. Spell that name again. K as in Kellogg, U as in Unity, S as in Friendship, U as in Unique, N as in Niceness, Y as in Yours, and A as in Africa. I as in I and I, S as in father, and E as in Ethiopia. Okay. And and my email is kafunya at AOL.com. Lioness. Yes, I I am a, I, (laughs) the lioness for real, and the empress, divinely to rule. And also, once you reach out to me, I'll give you my website because I do have a website as well. So I would like someone else to have another opportunity to speak. And on that note, I love you because love is a verb and it's an action word. So keep up the great works, and I support you in whatever way that I can. Peace Thank and you. Blessing. Peace, yeah. peace. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Greetings. All right, so... Only leave us with a few minutes left. Uh, I want you to leave your information one last time, family. Let the, uh, the world know where they can get in contact with you for the summer of the Moors. Okay, you, Red, you can uh, just put... Yeah. Okay. Uh, please, yes. Okay, you can go to summitofthemoors.com, S-U-M-M-I-T. O-F-M-O-O-R-S dot com. You can hit me on Facebook, Dalo Siku, D-I-A-L-L-O-S-E-K-O-U, or Private Side Media on Instagram. And uh, that's it, man. But uh, I'll be on Instagram under what? You said Private Side Media? Yeah, Private Side Media. It's on Twitter, too. That's my own little company, you know, shoot videos, commercials, graphics, web designs as well. Indeed. 
And I can be reached at Fanasha.com. On Facebook. Spell it. What is it again? Just... The website is Fanasha.com. That's F-A-N-A-S-H-A-A.com. On Facebook, you can find me under Fanasha Divine Essentials. And my email is Fanasha at gmail.com. F-A-N-A-S-H-A-A. And this is Sister Fatima from Miami. Indeed. Give thanks to all of the family that has joined us on this monumental episode of Brother Redfield. Yes. Okay. I would like to, on behalf of Nodalize Radio, leave you with the information for our fundraising site. It is at GoFundMe. GoFundMe.com backslash, you can put in Nodalize Radio. Okay, family? So that's Nodalize Radio on the GoFundMe site. Um, Again, next weekend here in California, July 27th, Brother Polite and Brother Netanyama will be in the building, 5453 Satsuma, in the NoHo Arts District. Brother Netanyama and Polite, I believe, will be on the program this following next Tuesday, next Tuesday's episode, okay? All right? So with that, All right, brother. we definitely, yes, yes, we definitely want to say thank you. Um, you know, we, we probably will do something right before the summit, you know, just to keep okay. beating the drum and get the word out, you know what I'm saying? Everyone that's listening, share this program, download it, spread it like a rumor, let your peoples know that this is going down. It's imperative that the world knows that there are solutions available, okay, while people are spinning their heels and just, like, lost in the, just lost in the sauce right now, you know, it's a good thing because they're looking for solutions, and there are solutions available. All right, put food first. They will not let you down. Trust me. All right? And the that, sister in Miami, um, I, I want to get her contact information or if you can forward her mind, uh, who's doing the market, you said, I think, in Miami Lakes? Yeah, yeah, that's Red Pill. Red Pill will get you that information. Okay. Great. Okay, Red will get you that information. All right, y'all. So, again, as always, want to say thank you. Tonight's episode is sponsored by Ocean 14 Corp. And um, all of our affiliates, everything that we're associated and affiliated with, as well as some of the com. All right, shout out to all of the participants. Okay. And we look forward to it. I'm excited. I definitely am. And I'll be hollering so at you offline, brother. Okay, the connect okay. the dots and then put you in contact with some people to get um you know, definitely utilize the services. Right? All right. Hey, I, and I appreciate the platform, brother. Both of y'all. And the platform appreciates you. Yeah. All right. Okay. Peace. Peace. Nice Peace. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
Chumba. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.